Show Me Your News. This is Show Me Your News, a Super Smash Brothers Brawl discussion podcast. All support comes from the Smash World forums at smashboards.com and the Smash Brothers blog at www.smashbrawl.com. And now, here's your host, Yoko, with... Hey, it's episode 37 of Show Me Your News coming at you. We're in the month of June. And yeah, it's, it's been a little more than a month, but you know, who's really following? Oh, that's right. All the fanboys. Um, yeah, we're live on Stickham right now in a inside look special. We're trying this out, see if everyone likes it. Um, but yeah, obviously we're going to be putting the episode out, and most of you are listening to the iTunes version or the download version or whatever. But before I get too offhand, let me welcome Samurai Panda back to the roundtable as always. Thank you, sir. Uh, it's, of course, my fault that it's you know, been delayed a lot, and I think we went over this last podcast, but... Um, but you're free! Yeah, finally. Good lord. It's, How about you introduce our guest for this week? Uh, does he need any introduction? Just here, here you go, here you go. <laughs> I'm topping off Phyllis's head with a buzzsaw! <laughs> yeah. Of course, be my adaptation. But, oh, I'm back. It's me, the buzzsaw, from the forums, so. What up, man? It's been a while since we've had you on the show, and it's really great to have you back. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as a Samurai Panda, where school just kind of owns my life, mm. and... You know, when you get to those upper-level classes, you just have no time for anything, not even happiness. So, yeah, not even happiness. I love it. That that sounds well, up no, the, that sounds like the American no, education system right there. <laughs> no time for happiness. Let's see. I'm going to do a quick little rundown of like what we got planned for today, so you guys listening, or you know, we'll have a general idea of what we're going to do. We're talking about some you know personal stuff. We got and a very big news announcement, if I do say so myself. Then we're going to talk about brawl. Obviously, brawl is the main focus of this podcast and always has been, so we're going to touch on Brawl, and a very interesting news tidbit that came out shortly after we released the last episode, and we couldn't say anything about it, but we've been holding back for a whole month, and we're very anxious to say certain things on this subject. Then we're going to talk about general gaming subjects, MGS4, the big game that launched in June, we'll talk about that pre-E3, we are a month away from E3, you know, last year we had the whole Brawl shenanigans and whatnot, December 3rd, in the Americas, but now with this year around, we'll talk about what we're thinking will happen with this year's E3. Um, also, there was a big leak by Microsoft and Activision. That'll actually come first before our thoughts about what will happen with Nintendo at E3. Then we'll talk about Spore Creator that just launched, all the Guitar Hero games that are coming out, and a new Pokemon game. And then we'll get into some of your mail time questions to wrap things up. So let's start with the personal tidbits. Samurai Panda... You've been rather busy for a while. You've been slaving away at school, Shannon, and why don't you let the community know how your MCATs went down. And, you know, give a background. Like, what are the MCATs like? What are the kind of questions like? Because I personally have no idea. And what does MCAT stand for? I've always been curious. Medical... 
there. That's, that's as far as I can go with it. Are you um, sure you're qualified to be graduating in this field? Honestly. I, like, I think the T might be a doctor. Test. You have to I be able to know what it stands for. I'm one to talk. I'm in computer science, and I have more acronyms than any other field. What does ASCII to sound like? ASCII. What is that? Like A-S-C-I-I? It's like a, A-S-C-I-I. Yeah, A-S-C-I-I, but what does it stand for? Oh, I don't know. American it's Standard of Chocolate English. Indigo. I don't know. I chocolate forgot. Indigo. That's good. <laughs> so let's talk about those MCATs. Yeah, so the MCAT, um, well... Splitter. It's it has four different sections in it. The, the uh, first is the physical sciences, which is physics and um, calc, and then the second is verbal reasoning. Then it's writing sample, and then it's um, biological sciences. Needless to say, it's a lot of math, uh, mental math. There's no calculators allowed, unfortunately. Um, it's got wait. Um, there's no math, but no calculators are allowed. There's a lot of math, but no calculators allowed. Yeah. Oh, there is math. Yeah. Okay. I thought you said there's no math and there's no calculators allowed. <laughs> that would be You're strange. not allowed to use calculator on this essay question. <laughs> <laughs> they actually do have essays now. You have to type up essays, and it's kind of worthless. By kind of worthless, I mean completely worthless. <laughs> I talked about the Cold War for one of them, and then I typed out the story to the prodigal son from the Bible. You just, the you just caused a nostalgic moment there, Samurai. Did I? Yes, because you remember from the previous episode, you were like, I love the internet. And by I love the internet, I mean I have mixed feelings about it. <laughs> It's it's true though, but That's what uh, he does. <laughs> you're you're never dead serious about anything you say, do you? <laughs> do I have to be? That's it's just no. Um, <laughs> it's just an observation. That's true. Man, my head really itches. Less tangents, more MCATs. What? Oh. Uh, <laughs> um. Here here here's a way to good, a good way to sum it up. Um. Student Doctor Net is a great place to go if you're a pre-med student. Um, you can learn a lot about the MCATs and stuff, uh, and it's it's very very populated by people you know concerned about the MCAT and pre-med students in general. So on that forum, every time there's a new MCAT date, uh, they they make a thread like the you know June 13th MCAT uh, you know thread was mine because I had to come on June 13th, Friday the 13th of all you know days, uh, and our thread currently is the largest thread in Student Doctor Net history. We apparently had the hardest like MCAT exam like ever. Uh, or at least our people are all complaining, saying it was incredibly difficult. Um, and there's still active like conversation about how insanely hard it was. Wow. So that's that's a good summary of, of how my MCATs went. But you study fabulous. Do you feel you know, at least decent? Or... Do you feel smarter? Do I feel... No. No, I actually feel dumber. <laughs> it's pretty... Like, they, they have pretty, like, illogical things that they test you on and, like, timing and shit. Um, as for, like, if I did good or not, I have no idea. I'm very critical of myself after tests. So, whatever. Um, and, frankly, I don't even know if I want to be a doctor. So, it's not much sweat off my back. So... <laughs> You can relax. That's the key. No, the key is that I get to play Metal Gear Solid 4 now. Oh, yes. and we'll talk about that soon. Mm. I think we've got to get to the, the main point why we have the Buzzsaw and Sugar Poultry as well on this show. Um, you guys, take it away. Yes. Um, Sugar Poultry has a little announcement for the 
community. Go for it. Okay. Um, there's going to be a little buzz or a little saw, sugar saw, baby. <laughs> We're going to have a baby. <laughs> she is awesome. Congratulations. Three months pregnant, four months pregnant? Four, four months pregnant. Four months pregnant. Wow. And she is due somewhere in the vicinity of December 29th. This so, is our anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. So if this saw is born on our anniversary, it's going to hate its birthday every single year because we're going to like drop a present off and like leave every year. Like, here you go, son. We'll see you later tomorrow. If anything, our anniversary will be sacrificed. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Everyone is so happy for you. And we just know that you guys are going to be great parents. And we're all really, really happy for you. Well, thank you very much. We love the community. We're both obviously very active there. So let's, we can let's talk when, about when school the, doesn't own our lives. If we could, we could get a show me your news onesie. <laughs> yeah, that, that needs to be put in the store, and we'll take a picture of it. You know, it might exist. I'll have to look into it. Because right now, until you get one up there, we're looking at a Google onesie. <laughs> we are a Google onesie fanboy is pretty, and girl. Pretty good too. I, I would, uh, I, I'd get that for my kids. <laughs> but we, we we should talk about names seriously. Is it going to be Sugar Saw or Buzz Poultry? <laughs> Probably Sugar Saw. I, I really like Sugar Saw. Yeah, I think Sugar Saw works. It, it's got that alliteration to it. Yeah. Uh, well, I actually bought a domain. We're actually working on a website here for yeah. kind of our. I don't. Know, I guess you call it our business. It's not really official yet, but basically, we're calling it the Sugar Buzz. That, that is that is awesome. Because like I, I'm the the official web designer and she's like the graphic designer because she's like right. the Photoshop queen of the universe. So <laughs> yes, indeed, this is true. And we're gonna deck it out in werewolves. What? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not gonna say that you should reveal the names over the internet. That obviously would be ridiculous. But do you have names thought up already, or are you still in the process of you know tossing the names back and forth? No, we we have finished that war. We, we got names. The casualties are done, and we've chosen two boy <laughs> names and two girl names. So and you share the coin when the time comes, or what? Oh, you want me to say the names? Yes, you okay. can share the names. All righty. If it's a girl, it's going to be Kadri Suzanne. And, and then and last name. <laughs> and then what's the second name? And then if, oh, for a girl, yeah. um, Kyrie Winter. Kyrie Winter, interesting. Yeah, like just one. for... Um, historical whatever um my i have two middle names suzanne and winter and so i'm giving my girls each my middle name well each one of my middle names so that's why they're you know suzanne and winter um if it's a boy or boys um lance damien and tanner and we don't have a middle name for him yet (laughs) probably kelly's middle name bowen so, <laughs> Buzz's middle name. <laughs> so, <laughs> my identity has been dispersed. No, <laughs> the first time I've done this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was actually thinking Tanner, Tanner's a nice name. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kelly I like the sound of Kyrie for a girl, though. Yeah, I like my I my two favorites are, are you know Tanner and Kyrie were the my two favorites. Mm-hmm. So wait, is it is it gonna be twins yes. or is it like why? well now everyone in the chat room is now freaking out that they've stolen my identity even though i'm very not worried because if you google my name it revealed like a million accounts a million names because it's very common so 
And like I said, this isn't the first time you can hear his name <laughs> so. being said on Show Me Your News <laughs> by uh, myself. My social security number is... <laughs> 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 Censor it. Uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah. everyone's so, yeah, just very very happy for you and you know the news had broken in the back room for a few months now yep. and didn't it on Brawl Central as well yeah we, we posted it there once we got the uh, the official word from the doctor and then later we had an ultrasound so yep. confirmed yeah <laughs> little buzz concerned, confirmed for Brawl Little, little Buzz is concerned for Brawl, yeah. <laughs> he is concerned <laughs> for Brawl's competitive future. Oh. <laughs> uh, we, we can uh, get into that later, but, you know. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But, yeah, yeah we'll everyone... Find out, we'll find out if it's a boy or a girl in the next couple weeks. We oh, can't nice. find out yet. So. Yeah. And now is it this the typical American thing where um, Buzz is hoping for a boy and Sugar's hoping for a girl? Actually, no. I was hoping for twins. And Sugar was very vehemently against that. Really? <laughs> so I've never heard a person hoping for twins. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's that's two kids out of the house at the same time. They both turn eighteen. You're done. But that's quite. That's twice the income out of your pocket. <laughs> it's okay. I'm excited though. Oh, I, I of course. don't blame you at all. And. You know, <laughs> You know, it's nice to, you know, get it out to the Show Me Your News audience, and I'm sure everyone's very happy for you all. Send them all congratulatory PMs and flood <laughs> and their, cash. their inboxes. And, and cash. Yes. While we're at it, and cash. <laughs> but I can't take cash because, well, I'm not going to share my address over the internet, so... <laughs> or your social security number. <laughs> Why not just share both? Kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> Save everyone well, the trouble. Yeah. Like, they'll find it eventually. I'm doomed. <laughs> <laughs> While we're at congratulations, it is Kirby King's birthday. Kirby King, the, one of the administrators at Smash World Forums, who hosts our wonderful podcast. It is his birthday today, so happy day of birth, Kirby King. Yeah. I happy Kiki's birthday to you. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, we should get him cake. We should all chip in. Him and eat but the cake, cake might cake be a cake is lie. a lie, Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I wanted to somehow do that myself, but both of you did it at the same time. <laughs> it, it was too easy to jump on, you know that. Uh, honestly. So what do you think of uh, the Smash World Forms' makeover? Um, uh, like, uh, for those of you who don't know, Smash World Forums has somewhat of a makeover. Um, new options are added. It's a lot more... Makeover! Yes, thank you. Thank you, Yoko. That was, that was nice. <laughs> Uh, it's not unique to Smash World forums, though. It's just a V bulletin upgrade. Yes, right. right Turns out yeah. into more of a social network. It's more. It's it's like Facebook, basically. Um, it's Facebooky. Uh, yeah. yeah, and Kiki actually posted about that in Staffordshire Hack a while ago. Uh, I was one of the few people that actually went to the new version, made an account, and <laughs> played around with it. Bless you, oh, sugar. Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> she, she tried to dive out of the room before it happened, but she didn't quite make it. <laughs> um. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I, as long as you change your post bit. For those who don't know, post bit is like where you see the avatar and the post and stuff like that. Um, as long as you change that to being the left again instead of on top, which is ugly as sin. Yeah. Uh, then it's is that fine. is that changeable? I oh, actually didn't oh, yeah. know that was. I thought that was the new style or something. No, no, no you can change it. Uh, go to your user CP. Just go to um, um, post bit location and change that. User to the left. edit options. Yeah. Edit yeah. options. Yeah, edit options. Post. Right. 
I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. So as long as you do there that, it is, post for location. Thank you for pointing that out. Yes, most people don't realize that the default post-bit location is top, but it never actually worked on our old forum. So when the forum got the upgrade, the default, you know, was back at the top there. So uh, yeah, it, it is. So I've seen I, I've seen some other forums do that, and it really bothers me. So now that I know I can change it, that's that's good. Yeah, I probably should tell Kiki or ask Kiki rather to see if he can do that in default, because it seems like not very many people like it. So well, yeah. it. It's an incredible waste of space too. Like when it's on, when it's on the left, it yeah. it fits better, and you can kind of streamline the conversation. But when it's on top, you like read a post, and then you're interrupted by this big division. And then you read another post, and you're interrupted by another big thing up there, and it's really annoying. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So uh, I don't know. Do you guys actually like the whole like social networking dealy? I like the user created social groups. I'll say that. Like as soon as it came out, I was the the sixth one, or the I made the sixth group, and uh-huh. it's a Show Me Your News Fanatics SMYN Fanatics group, and awesome. people have joined it, and it is awesome. And I think it might be among the more populated social networking groups on the forums. Unfortunately, that's not the first group I joined. Uh, oh, yeah, I what went. What group did you join? I went down my list, and the first the first invitation I had was to the cat group. The cat group. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, Tom man. made. Tom joined, is awesome. Tom's, the cat group yeah. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, I like the public messages you know, in people's profiles because to me that was something that I thought that should have happened for a, like a long time ago. It's I nice agree. that like everyone has a like their own thread kind of like the thread about each person. Yeah. So um, you can go there and just like talk about them <laughs> in their face. I don't but see like the problem with that is for moderators that it's going to be filled with, you know, why did you lock my thread? And thankfully, you know, we can delete posts that, you know, we don't like. But You can lock people's profile thread things? Hmm? No. no, no, no. I'm saying, like, you know, if you lock someone's thread, they can just, you know, come and complain on your wall, basically. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, you can delete those posts, but it, it'd still just be a bother. I thought you said you could lock, like, their, their profile public messaging oh. Thing. I was like, wow, that's incredibly jerk off of you. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> like, I, nobody I can totally do that. talk to you. <laughs> and the I can actually, the uh, moderator. I notice I can see the IP of anyone that can that posts there. That's interesting. That's to true. Me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually realize. Apparently, mods now have the ability to read all the edits on people's posts. Yep. It stores the entire post history. Yep. I thought everyone had that, that ability, and that kind of pissed me off because I make like neurotic little edits to my grammar all the time. <laughs> I'm yeah. the same way. Grammar Nazis for the win. Gotta love it and hate it but, yeah, at the same yeah, time. Another change is that uh, people can use custom avatars. Oh, yeah. I still can't find that. I think you're lying. <laughs> Just as we're not lying. When you see a person with one post that has an, an avatar that you've never seen before, you know it's 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 the truth. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I'm an old timer. I'm punished for being so. Again, like I don't know why you'd want to change your avatar because it personifies who you are. But yeah. I may want to like I don't know flip it the other way or something. Uh, personally, <laughs> I don't like the idea that everyone can have a custom avatar because that means I'm less special. Exactly. <laughs> and that's just that's just wrong. It's so wrong. Your special status is completely artificial. You need to overcome that. 
Wow, people in the uh, stickam little thing are actually doing Captain Planet. Earth, fire, wind, water, heart. And <laughs> Captain so Planet. <laughs> I love Captain Planet as much as the next guy, but uh, but come on. <laughs> hey, Captain Planet has a place. He's, We're the he's Planeteers. A... You can be one too. Because saving our planet, planet is the thing, thing to do. do. Wait, I can't believe that show was made by Ted Turner. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> oh, wait, what's a Ted Turner? The best episodes were easily the Captain Pollution episodes. <laughs> Captain Pollution. Oh, God. I don't actually remember specific episodes, ex- except one where the heart dude got, like, stuck in some city. I remember that. <laughs> the yeah. heart oh, Monty is silly. What does Hart do again? Does that, like, let him yeah, like, talk to animals? It makes people nice and, like, changes their mind. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to burn oh, the geez, I'd rather people. a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'd rather torch my victims into submission. That works for me. Oh, boy. So you guys want to talk about Brawl now? Do we have yes. Now? All right. <laughs> Buzz, how about you start this one off? Oh, are we talking about? Uh, is this the? Is this Evo? This is it. This is Evo. This is Evo. Oh, Evo. Oh no, not Evo. <laughs> um, for yeah, for those of you don't who don't know, I don't know who those you are, but that didn't make any sense. But um, Evo this year decided to make their own brawl rule set, which is perfectly fine. I'm not. They don't have to follow everyone else's rule set, but they went incredibly overboard in the opposite direction, not accommodating the comp- competitive community in the least. And they have items, they have an interesting stage selection, they have all kinds of weird decisions they made, and they're hoping to form a new community, essentially. And so most of people I've talked to on Smashboards and Brawl Central have essentially boycotted this tournament and had plans to travel and now they don't because of the horrible, horrible, horrible rules that they came up with. Yeah, and that's, that includes me. I like um, to make a long story short. I've been into two D fighters since I was a kid, and I've um, you know I've really put Evo on like you know pedestal, and I've always wanted to go to Evo. Yeah, my whole life. I always wanted to check it out because like everyone that goes to Evo is like you know the top in fighting games, which you know is a genre, my favorite genre. Period. Um, and for yeah, for those of you who don't know, Evo is Evolution. Evolution is um, a huge fighting game tournament. Um, Smash traditionally is actually a fighting game. Um, these people, the community, uh, Shoryuken.com, they are like basically the most well-known community for like being two you know, D fighters. Like they are where you go for any two D fighter, uh, with the exception of um, Guilty Gear, which you go to Dust Loop for that. Um, and you go to, what was it, um, Zaibatsu or something for, uh, for Tekken, I think. Um, and you go, obviously, to SWF for Smash, um, and then you go to Shoryuken for basically everything else. So, Evo has had, uh, is the tournament that Shoryuken runs, basically. And, um, they, they've just threw in Smash last year, Melee, and... It was a big deal because this is, you know, evolution. Uh, traditionally, sure, you can the the users there think Smash is not a fighting game. I I mean, get into the debate with them because they're all like pretty adamant that it's not a real fighting game because you it's don't do too kitty. You know, yeah, it's too kitty or some stupid reasoning like that. Um, 
And well, and what, what's ironic, but when you mention that, is mm-hmm. half another part of the reason they said it wasn't a fighting game was because of the items. <laughs> yeah, <ironically laughs> that was enough. one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. And now they're here that. saying, oh, well, in order for it to be a truly competitive game, we have to implement every aspect of the game. Yeah, honestly. And now um, with Brawl coming out, so for melee, melee was fine. Uh, they went, the way they ran it, they used pretty much our rule set. Um, unfortunately, they have this strange like notion in their head that their tournaments should be run where the winner is forced to keep his character. And normally that's a good thing. Normally that's fine. But um, in reality, that's a horrible system because there are some stupid matchups. Like if I played uh, DK and some other guy plays, I don't know, um, Snake or something, and I win, then he's just going to pick DDD. And do an infinite grab on me, and there's nothing I can do because I can't switch my character. The whole idea of a tournament, the, the tournament rules as it is now is, you play your first game, and then the loser picks a stage. The winner has the option of switching his character, and then the loser is able to choose their character after, after that. Uh, they call that the advanced slob system. Uh, Evo, the guys at SRK uh, are trying to do a system where it's um, winner stays with their character. And uh, that's not a great system for, obviously, the reason that I outlined there, among others. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, anyway, so about Evo. I was in the middle of it. I actually um, I actually tried to get them to change it. Mr. Wizard is the guy, the head, basically, of uh, the... Well, one of the heads that makes all the rules for Evo. And um, Evo, they, they asked for access to the back room. Uh, Mr. Wizard actually got access to the back room, uh, and he was able to read what our thoughts. We actually made an entire thread and, you know, had a whole debate for him and everything, talking exactly why uh, items are not a good idea for Smash. And then he went ahead and put items in anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, his reasoning was that he made a post in his thread, his rules thread, on some random page, one single post, saying, uh, if you think items should be off, then show, show some evidence that it should be. And then he thinks all of Smash boards and the entire Smash community should have heard of that one post. And no, he's actually said that, by the way. And I'm not making this up or exaggerating it at all. He actually said that he... he He's like, everyone should have known this. Um, I I never heard of it until it was brought up again in that debate. Yeah. Um, And it it was just ridiculous because he also mocked the Smash backroom. He he basically told his his buddies over there, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to let some forum backroom tell me what to do. I I know how to make good rules. (laughs) And it's like, the whole reason you were let back there was because you were allowed to talk to the, the wise people of Smash. And yeah. he just kind of threw that in our faces and said, well, um, I know better than you all, even though I don't play Smash nearly as much as you guys. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah for, for a good idea of how experienced this person is at making rules and how, you know, how thoroughly they've researched this, they wanted to ban Norfair. The reason? <laughs> he said, Norfair seems like it's 95% lava, so it should be so banned. He demands evidence that items should be turned off, but... He doesn't bother to test a level that's clearly legal and balanced and fair. Yeah. Yeah, didn't, didn't he in his, uh, his first draft because, you know, in the current thread, uh, sure you can, mm-hmm. says re- revision 22. Yeah. So <laughs> it's undergone 22 revisions and it's still bullcrap. 
And if I if I remembered correctly, in the first draft, he did not have 75M as a banned stage. That is correct. <laughs> he had 75M on as a legal stage. And the like, first that's, the that's first match insane. too, they wanted to make a custom stage and make everyone play on the Evo custom stage for the first match. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's. I it's can't imagine like what that. their vision of a quote unquote balanced fair stage for all characters would be, <laughs> considering their perception of fair. But yeah, whatever. Apparently, at the moment, Smashville is considered the most neutral stage at the moment, which, you know, I guess well, you could say is you know one of the more neutral ones. Because, yeah, you know, well, decisions like those decisions like those are tolerable. I mean, no no one is expecting Evo to have rules identical to the rest of the world. It's right. okay to make changes, but just the, some of the changes they propose are just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. like you can you can make your own stage list, whatever. Do that if you want. You can do that silly, you know, winner keeps their character. Okay, do that if you want. But when you throw in items, it's like okay, you've just spit in the face of every competitive smasher. Like, right there. It's funny, because they, they said, okay, we open our arms, uh, you know, we welcome the Smash community to show them that it's, you know, it has a place among all the competitive games. And then they turn around and say, we know better than your entire community. And they basically say, we don't need you guys. After inviting us. And the whole reason they have Brawl is because we were such a good community uh, at Melee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what, what also doesn't make sense to me is... His choice of rules doesn't even make good sense. Like, that doesn't make good business sense. Like, mm-hmm. you'd think that when you're hosting a big tournament, you want a big turnout, you want, you know, a good amount of revenue or whatever. You want the community to like it. You want people to travel from different states to come play. Like, you want to be popular. You can't, like, this isn't the place and the time and place to, to set a new standard and blaze a new trail. Because all you're going to do is, okay, you'll get a bunch of locals that want to come play with items. That's great. But you also lost. The dozens that would come from other states, and that's he just forfeited his position, and that just doesn't make sense at all. And so I don't know. It's just a, to me, it's just a big ego thing. Evo is one letter off from ego. <laughs> nice. And yes, Oversorm, I do agree with that. The sentiment that keeping the character winner keeps character is a ridiculously horrible system, but it's doable. Uh, you know, it's I, not as bad as the items. Uh, I have attended one tournament. Um, it was about oh, a couple hours from where I live, and uh, they had a. It was a melee tournament where you had to register your character at the start of the tournament Ooh. and keep that tournament, uh, keep that character the whole tournament. Damn. Bad. And that wasn't too bad because at least you knew you had to keep one through the whole thing. You know, you weren't caught off guard with a horribly bad counter pick, but. It's it that experience was bad enough to where you you had to play it this one character and you can't make any switches, so yeah. I, I I have a pretty good feel for how painful that is. <laughs> uh, it's right? just, yeah, and obviously when it comes to items, you know he's said you know that there are allowed items, but you know should we mention some of the items that are quote unquote allowed? Oh, go for it. Well. We've got Super Scope still on, you know, food, because, you know, that's it's totally fair to, you know, to heal yourself. The baseball bat yep. is the home run bat, dumbass. Um, <laughs> I would actually, yeah. <laughs> that's that's I, nice. I would actually, Smash yeah. Ball, because, you know, Final Smashes are totally and completely legit and not game-changing in any way. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, 
These are my favorites. The hammer and the golden hammer. Mm. Oh, they're so easy to block. Well, you can, you, you can block uh, the hammer. Hammer is pretty easy to counter. Uh, golden hammer? No way. Uh, Unless it's a squeaky. Yeah, honestly, like uh, it's just you know, I just even uh, well even the normal hammer like yeah if you if you pick it up stupidly it's easy to counter but it's also just flat out deadly if you catch your opponent off guard. Right. And they, like all they you have to do is like, is knock your opponent over, then grab the hammer, and then while they're getting up, you're standing on top of them. I mean, bouncing honestly, off the, side. the way the the SRK people argue is that they say, you know, oh, this finals match or, or this can be, um, uh, you know, avoided in this way, or you can just do this to avoid it. And yet they don't seem to realize that a competent opponent will do things so you can't do that either. Yeah. Yep. So, it's not that simple. Yeah. Like if you, they say, oh, you can just, you know, um, roll around, I don't know, Meta Knight's cape or whatever. Um, okay, so then he'll just wait for you to roll, turn around, and do it, you know, when you finish. Adore her, her. Like, and they have, uh, there's a video where a guy's like, you know, the fan's really not that overpowered, look. And he gets out of the fan by DIing uh, after someone catches him at 0%. Yeah, he gets out at, like, 60 or 80 <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> look, <yeah>. I escaped. <laughs> it's totally not infinite, but, oh, God. You just took 80 damage off of a single jab. Then he turns around and does again. I mean, it's just, <laughs> wow. Uh, and like, he, he made a video, too, of uh, avoiding assist trophies. And most of the way to avoid the assist trophies was, like, jumping on the ledge and, like, just jumping off and jumping back on to, you know, use it. Ledge stalling. Yeah, ledge stalling. Um, what opponent will sit there and watch you ledge stall? <laughs> Who would do that? Uh, the really good ones. <laughs> honestly, these are these are top like players right there. Seriously, like pros, straight up. <laughs> so they I just mean, watch you do it. They're just like, I'm I'm too good for this. I just I'm <laughs> I'm I know what I'm doing. I mean, Maybe. like one way or another, the turnout is not going to be nearly as good for them. Uh, most people are not going to go. They have they're going to have two, uh, maybe three camps of people that are going to go. One is people that want to go to Evo for Smash, but also like the other games and want to watch and want to be there. That's going to be a very small community because, in all honesty, Smashers do not often overlap with other video games, like other fighting games. Most Smashers do not play Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I personally do. Um, that I mean, There are some exceptions, but the, the vast majority play Smash and Smash alone. Um, then you have the players that know they can they have a good shot of winning. I know Wobbles, for example, is gonna go. I would not be surprised to see Mewtwo King, uh PC Chris, Court, like all the you know, the top names, Azen, Ozen, right. whatever how do you how do you pronounce that, um, all going because they all have a shot of of actually winning money. Uh that's not a whole lot of people. Like, you know and then you have the people that are gonna go to Evo for Evo and then Smash is there anyways and they might as well just, you know, try and play it for the hell of it, and that's just going to be people that are going to be there anyways. So they've just lost the entire community that, you know, wanted to go because they wanted to be part of it, and they wanted to do it, and they, yet they know they don't really have a chance of winning. People like myself, I was going to go. I know I can't win. And yet, you know, I'm not going to go anymore because I don't want, you know, to go for that. After all of that, after everything we have, you know, done to try and fix it after all the um, 
you know, arguing in the debate that we had. And, you know, the best part is they didn't read most of our debates. Yeah. They, they ignored just, most of it. Yeah. They ignored the vast majority. And then they wrote it off as theory craft. And you need evidence to show it. The burden of evidence is on you. It's like, wow, way to be a dick. I'll just throw in that the, that tournament that I went to that I mentioned where you couldn't change characters, that was clearly a scrub-based tournament, you know, not affiliated with Smash boards, but even they had items turned off. Like, yeah. even they had the sense to realize that items just throw the game off so much that you just need a clear battlefield where they let the two characters go at it. Mm-hmm. And that, that, to me, was impressive, at least. Uh, but, I mean, when I meet a person in a class that plays Smash, I don't even mention Smash boards usually, because... Well, it makes me look like a nerd, most. <laughs> <laughs> but the vast majority of casual smashers that I meet that have never even gone to Smashboards don't use items. Yep. They turn yep. off themselves. Um, who? Oh, yeah, and the best part, of course, items are on medium. Yep. Not low. Not low. <sighs> so they'll be everywhere. They'll be littering the field, basically. Yep. But... So, I mean, yeah, we've had we've had enough to say about this because, I kid you not, this came out pretty much just after we finished recording. And, you know, the community was in an uproar, and we couldn't do anything about it because we had just finished our podcast with, you know, Gimpy, who is relatively anti-brawl. You know, he would have had a go at that. Yeah. But, oh, know, we and I got banned from Shorty Oaken. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, I laughed pretty, pretty hardcore. But I got banned. I've... I pretty. I don't think I've ever gotten a, like a warning or an infraction almost anywhere. Well, like, I think I got one at Smashboards from a long time ago. It was a joke with Mick, but um, <laughs> like I I don't I don't troll. I don't do that kind of thing. But I made one snide remark in the Shorty Oaken thread. I said, "Well, while you're at it, why don't you add Mario Party to the mix?" Because that was basically how I felt about the items. Mm-hmm. And apparently, that remark warranted me a year-long ban. Yeah. yeah, it says arguing in this thread in a non-civil manner <laughs> yeah. get you a ban. No warnings required. Oh, and what they so. didn't tell you was that that applies only to people from Smashboards and only people opposing this. Because everyone, <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone from Shoryuken <laughs> that you know argued a non-civil matter and swore like every other word, yeah, they're they're still there. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm apparently a troll for <laughs> suggesting that Mario Party be added to the mix. Oh, damn you, trolls! <laughs> I'm so oh, ashamed. I wonder your bridge there, where trolls hang out. <laughs> I just uh, I was thrown off though because like I went back there to I, I really was contributing like I made a couple legitimate posts and then I made that one and I went back to add to it later and I was like, hello, welcome to Buzzsaw. You have been banned from Shoryoken <laughs> forums. You are welcome to return. Like it, it says, some month, some day in 2009. I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. that's, it's good stuff. Uh, all I know is that it's just and like, it's it's a joke, honestly. And that's a good question, Overswarm. Do you do you guys know if wobbling was banned in in their uh, rule set? Actually, you know yep. what? I'm pretty sure it wasn't because they uh-huh. uh, they're very against banning any infinites. Period. They don't ban shit. That's why MVC two is basically uh, Sentinel, Magneto, and Storm. That's like the, the only three characters you really see. Wobbling was banned at Evo. It was? I remember that. It was? No, 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 wait. Maybe I'm confusing it with a different one. Was Evo the one that uh, 
Wobbles took first, or is that a different no, one? Nah, that's different. I know the person that took first was. Oh damn! Who took first? It wasn't. No, it was. Uh, it was Ken. It was Ken. Ken took first. And second. No, wobbles. Was, uh, wobbles took first over Caveman in a relatively large tournament, but I can't remember if that was Evo or not. Uh, I don't think that was Evo, because well, maybe not. It might have been one of the Evos, but not Evo World. Oh yeah, that's probably right. I can't recall. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it was exactly. All I know is the one where he, where, the one where he beat Caveman, where Caveman took second. That he that wobbling was allowed because he used wobbling to get to the top. And then later on, there was another tournament where it was banned, and he still and wobble still performed really well. Okay. So, so for those of you who don't know, wobbling is um, in melee, uh, an infinite they can do with the ice climbers, and it's a very big um, debate. Over, uh, you know, who or over whether or not you should ban this because it is an infinite, relatively easy to do with the ice climbers. Um, but as far as we've seen, it has not actually impacted um, tournament like statistics. Uh, for example, Wobbles, the guy that actually you know figured it out, obviously, and Chudat were the two probably the best ice climbers in melee. And uh, if you actually compare their um, you know, tournament placings in tournaments that allowed wobbles and tournaments that didn't allow wobbles, they consistently placed in the same positions. Mm-hmm. So wobbling, it was, yeah. Overswarm was pointing out it was Evo South. Evo South that he took first? Evo South where uh, wobbles took first over Caveman. And yeah, like you said, it, it doesn't change much when wobbles is banning and unbanned at different tournaments. The, the players place relatively the same. So, um, do we have a... a Consensus on was it banned or not? Or uh, at Evo South, it was not banned. I'm pretty sure because I, I remember hearing there was an uproar, there was an argument about why Wobbles took first because everyone was saying, "Oh, he he's not very skilled. He just we, we all saw it. He used wobbling to get first, and he just he just infinited uh, cha- Caveman for the win." And uh, and he had to, he had to defend himself. It, it was pretty bad how much flack he took for doing that. And he defended his position, and in other tournaments, he proved that he can do just as well without wobbling. Just wobbling, just a little extra edge. So here it is. I just found it. Alpha Zelot actually um, posted before that Evo wobbling was not banned. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I personally, I mean, we don't want to get too deep in this debate, but I personally used to really strongly oppose wobbling because I thought it was really cheap and dirty and stuff. But really, when I thought about it, someone gave me a good analogy. I think Fox's shine is a lot dirtier than wobbling. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, someone's like, you, you really think sitting there being grabbed and hit to 100% is unfair? What about when you're at zero and you get thrown yeah. off the edge and shine? And you're dead. So, yeah, wobbling's really not that big a deal. I think the reason people get upset about it is it takes so long? It's so provocative. Like you just watch yourself die slowly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like when true. I started this, I was at zero. I'm now at two hundred, and I hate you. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Anyways, um, you think that we should uh, stick to that for Evo? Because I know not a lot of our I... listeners are that into you know the tournament scene. So I agree. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's a good Evo bashing. So. Mr. Wizard, big F you from the entire Smash and Show nice. Me News community. Right. Uh, I might I might PM that guy and go on the Alphism, like, at, like sure, you can radio show, because they don't have anyone that really knows uh, much about Smash uh, in general. I'd do it, yeah. So, yeah, I'll probably PM that dude now that I have free time. 
All right. Well, I mean, it is June. It is the month of June, and that means that Brawl is coming out June 27th for the PAL regions. You know, for those who haven't imported a Wii or used Freeloader at all, <laughs> they're getting Brawl legit. Oh, snap. Did you know that, you know, some places where you pre-order Brawl, you can get a little mini figurine? Oh, really? Yeah, like a little, I've seen like a little Mario and Luigi figurine. I don't know if that's all they have, but... Nice. You know, get a little, a little something, something. <laughs> uh, all I know is that I feel, uh, I feel it's about time Mick can actually play the game like legit. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Oh, there's actually a lot of people who haven't played the game yet. I'm surprised. Yeah. Because yeah. like when it when it came out in Japan and started getting imported and cracked and copied all over here, mm. I found someone that had it. And I played it, <laughs> and yeah. there are people at Brawl Central. Like, even, I think, a mod or two that are like, yeah, I haven't played it yet. I've just been watching it. I'm like, you haven't touched it at all? I'm like, no, I'm just waiting for it to wow. come out. Yeah. Like, you are incredibly patient. Because <laughs> yeah. there was a huge demand for a, a whatchamacallit, the, the disc loader thing, yeah. Wii Freeloader. Freeloader, yeah. Because, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Why would it take so long to be released? We've been playing Because it has to be translated months. to British. Oh, that, oh, those Brits. Mario's going to have a British accent. And Australian. Australian. It's when, a Yeah, when, when Fox beats Falco, he has to say, Good show, Falco. Uh, yes. <laughs> but Ike still says, I fight for my friends. No, he says, I fight for my chaps. <laughs> I fight for my mates. I fight for my mates. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of... Uh, just translation stuff. And and plus, you know, Nintendo of Europe is just terrible with this. I mean, they I think they just poorly, poorly mishandled stuff. And you know, we, we were kind of bashing, you know, Nintendo of America for, you know, doing the couple delays before and saying that they didn't manage, you know, it properly. They didn't think of their fan base. Nintendo of Europe is probably a hundred times worse at that, I would say. And maybe more. <laughs> because for the longest time, you know, lists of games that were slated for the quarter would come out, and Brawl would not be on it at all. And they would say nothing about Brawl, and they wouldn't comment on Brawl. They wouldn't even give, like, a progress on it until it was, like, oh yeah, a couple months before, or maybe, like, just a month before the date was announced. It's like, oh yeah, it's because we were doing translation stuff. Really? Yeah. What else are you going to be doing? (sighs) I mean, don't they have to do a lot of coding and what I don't, I don't actually know what it entails but they have the pal tv i would say that might be well, part of it too but it's yeah i mean but you know they've been doing that for the longest time they've been translating ntsc games into pal games for the longest time i mean it should be really no different right i, I would assume so and what i don't yeah. get is how can someone import it you know and use freeloader and yet play an ntsc game on a pal tv hmm is it really that hard to do? <laughs> yeah. It's, it really is tragic. When when your fans are delivering your product faster than you are... <laughs> yeah. No, but, I mean, no, but, do, do, are they going to patch the game like they did with Melee, do you think? Uh, well, if they do, they're going to have to release a patch worldwide because uh, it's compatible um, to play with you know, a European friend. And you can't play right, with two different versions. So yeah. if they do patch it, they're gonna, they're gonna have to patch Brawl in general. And hell, I don't even or know if what we if, know. What if only patched. Pal could play Pal people? They they've already announced that it's worldwide Wi-Fi. 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, going back on that is something Nintendo of Europe could, like, totally do. But uh, I, I don't think so at this time. I wouldn't put it past them because they're just stupid as hell, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, they might just mess it up more by, you know, limiting the supply of the game and, you know, people getting even more pissed at them. The first thing that everyone assumed they would do is take out DDD's chain grab. Because once, once Nintendo catches wind of that, they can be like, oh, no, no, that, that takes away the fun of the game. But there's Ice Climber's chain grab, too. You know, that, and there's tripping. Oh my god. Yes, yeah, tripping. And, that, just and I think we should I think we should make Marth better in the next patch. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I just wish that they honestly just have a, a couple coders working on balance. That's all it really freaking takes. Have a couple of coders working on balance and issue a patch a year after the game is out. And all of a sudden, you know, if these things like, you know, DDD's chain grab, if that wasn't intended, then, you know, they can Did take it out. Did you say D&D's chain grab? Nah, I said DDD, but I, I might have said too fast. Oh. But uh, I mean, like personally, I don't think his chain grab is really that big of a deal. I would wish <clears throat> that it, you know, wasn't as extreme as it is now because he is pretty much like the only reason why people ban walk off stages, or the main reason. So mm-hmm. you have a whole subset of stages that'll be allowed, you know, if it wasn't for him. And he's always the exception. Like he actually has a true infinite on walls, whereas no other character has a true infinite on a wall. Mm-hmm. So. You know, if they could just like make it five throws or something, you know, by like well, st- everyone like was everyone was saying that Fox had an infinite. Is that true or not? Um, I don't know. As I've heard far different as I things. Know, no, um, if you di upwards, like smash di or something upwards uh, and away. Because uh, I've never had someone do. do it to me, so I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it takes a ridiculous amount of setting up to do because it has to be like perfectly spaced so it doesn't push you back. So, huh. uh, yeah, I mean. I just can't imagine it being done because there's no outcanceling, so I don't know how the the chain keeps going. Oh well. I, mean, I don't know. Honestly, like everyone really has a, a semi infinite on the wall, you know, from like zero to some random amount. But um, yeah. Are there any other interesting brawl developments that have occurred? I mean, obviously, you know, Snake is turning into the top tier character. Followed by Meta Knight, probably, would you say? I would actually but... reverse the order. Oh, really now? Definitely. The only reason I really see Snake... Well, one of the one of the um, big reasons that I see Snake being so popular is because Meta Knight was by far the easiest uh, character to pick up and most devastatingly powerful. So in the very mm-hmm. beginning of the game, he was very, very, very popular. Uh, I mean, I remember the first few tournaments I went to, um, the first tournament was fine. Everyone was using a different character. Second tournament I went to... Half the people were using Meta Knight. Third, I went mm-hmm. to they were using Game and Watch. Uh, they just like basically switched between like the best characters. So uh, Snake eats Meta Knight for breakfast. A good snake <laughs> should never lose against a Meta Knight. It's just it, it's a horrible matchup for Meta Knight. An up tilt will kill him at like sixty. So. Oh. Uh, the reason that you see him, like you know, being being up and coming, is that Snake is much more powerful, and he can take care of the other character that was dominating every other character. Menna is the reason that you can't play like mo- a lot, like a lot of characters. He will devastate many characters in the game. Snake, not so much. Learn how to block his forward tilt. If another person says that only Meta Knight and Snake can win tournaments, I will give them an internet slap. 
honestly, reach my hand yeah. through my broadband and slap them. Because <clears throat> learn how to play against them. I know it's hard. Uh, and I'm not talking about Smash DIing out of it. I mean blocking it and then punishing him for doing it. You can shield grab him after he does it. Uh, you can, you know, drop the shield and do a forward smash half the time. If he hits you, then you're screwed. But imagine he has a giant sword. <laughs> you know? It just, it's I, I just pretty much over at that point. Yeah, I, I just imagine, like, a big danger zone, which is his entire range in front of him. Whenever I'm in that range, I'm having, you know, my finger is on the shield button. Because if he, you know, he can unleash the forward tilt on me, and I'm screwed. But I just have to be wary of that. So, go for it. Right. Hey, why don't you explain, you know, as a snake player yourself, the mortar slide technique that probably not a, not a lot of people know of. I mean, they see it, and they're like, whoa, you can do that? Explain the mortar slide. Uh, so the mortar That's slide, the official name of it now? You know, I think the official, well, we still, there's, like, different words. There's boost smashing, I've heard. Um, there's oh, um, particular. slide up smashing. There's also dash tack cancel, which I like personally. Um, but... Okay, snake dashing is also another word for it. Uh, so this is what it entails. Doing your dash tack, the first few frames of the dash tack, you can actually cancel it into um, your up smash for every character in the game. But the effects are different. So snake, <laughs> if you remember his dash tack, he will actually dive forward. Uh, that's, that's a hell of a lot of momentum. And by canceling that dash attack into the up smash, you are keeping the <coughs> momentum. So the up smash then slides across the stage very far, especially for Snake, and it's really easy to do with Snake. So what you do is, to do a very fast fa fast uh, dash attack from like standing, you do forward on the control stick and down on C-stick. That will automatically do a dash attack. Then you follow it up very quickly with up and Z. Z is uh, throw, but uh, at times you can actually uh, use it as like doing smashes and stuff. And it'll actually come out as an up smash. And it'll do it. Most other characters have hard uh, timing. Wario is actually really good with this, but it's a really difficult timing. Same with Wolf, Falco, Sheik, Link. Those characters are probably the most um, effective, have the most effective uses of this. Uh, and Snake has the easiest to do and one of the more effective and by far the farthest. So, like, other characters can do it, but it, it's shorter than just running and up smashing for them. Yeah, it is impressive when you see it pulled off and yeah, even when, if you try to pull it off yourself, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else you want to touch on for Brawl? Uh, it's, well, <coughs> just take a look at the development so far. In the very beginning, people said projectile spamming was the most powerful thing ever, and you can't be projectile spam, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and now, you don't hear anyone complaining about projectile spamming, because we've learned how to get around it. Um, well, and you do hear saying, people complaining about camping from time to time. Yeah, people still complain about camping here and there, but it's like not camping with projectiles as much as it is just standing in the same place and attacking you. Um, and more and more players are starting to realize that camping really isn't that powerful, with the exception of Overswarm. The you know top camp in the country, yeah. Overcamp. Yes, that that is that's a good name for him. Just take out the SW. <laughs> he likes it. Yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, camping is not that hard to beat. Um, okay, Rob camping. Honestly, he is he is crazy. 
he is really good at camping. But anyways, yeah, uh, with time, it'll change, so don't get too disappointed, and just uh, stop complaining for a second, and just try and beat it. Think of new ways. Mm. Like, I just see, I've realized myself, I'm, I'm guilty of this. I spend a lot of time on the forums, you know, debating, you know, which game is better, Brawl or Melee, or, you know, debating uh, how can you beat this, or how can you do that. And I realize now that, why should I bother? I know how. These people are not, these people say I'm, you know, not right or whatever, so I'm just going to prove to them that you can. And I do it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. the most important thing is you just gotta break your old habits. Because once you get in a pattern that works and beats people, you just want to use it over and over and over. Oh, and yeah. if somebody comes along and does something that breaks that and doesn't like camping or whatever, you just refuse to change anything. Like the che- camping's cheap, it's not fair, it's unbeatable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and if you really just stop and kind of analyze the situation, it's really not that hard to deal with. Yeah. Or you can just change characters. <laughs> I also like to say something about the development that uh, more and more people over time are realizing that Wi-Fi is balls. Oh yes, <laughs> it's terrible. I don't think it's the worst way to practice, long. worst way to to beat people. I mean, it's it's fun for practice and fun for fun, but it really annoys me when people go online and brag about their online victories. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, uh, I totally wasted this person. Like, it's online. It. It, it's it's, it's online. <laughs> hey, do, do you guys want to talk about? You want to share uh, a few of the stories of the guy harassing um, members of SWF? I, I think you you know what I'm talking about in the uh, the backroom thread. I've read about it. Yeah. Oh, I missed this. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, anyone with a red name is mod or an admin, or anyone with a, with a green name. You know, is in in the back room, which is different. By I, the way, I escaped this, room. by the way. I'll, I'll uh, mention yeah, it. Oh. same. Uh, I, I escaped it too. Well, apparently, some guy. Uh, I, I, his name is H Rockets. Um, he has been IMing all of the members, all of the you know higher ups, or whatever, saying, "Let's play brawl." And he is like hounding these people trying to get them to play like every day he messages them over and over again to play brawl and guess what a lot of the mods don't even play brawl we don't have to be good at brawl or good at smash to become you know moderators in the forum we just have to be dedicated members you know and make insightful posts yeah good good people in the community don't be internet stupid is basically the key yeah yeah basically so this guy is harassing everyone, and he doesn't learn his lesson. Half the people told them that they don't even own Brawl anymore. They, you know, yeah. one of their siblings took it from them or something, and he has continually hounded them and has still messaged the same people over and over saying, let's play, and they're like, what the hell is wrong with you? I don't have Brawl anymore. What are you doing? So it's just like, it, I've, I read the stuff that people talking about, like you know, the conversations with him, and I laughed my ass off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually because, got, uh, hmm? like what was I can't remember. Like what was he saying? Like you know, if he beat these people, yep. yeah. When when you say like that, it pro- would prove that he's the best on the forums because he's beaten moderators. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, I got a PM a long time ago that I think was him, uh, where he's like, "Hey, uh, I want to play you on Wi-Fi because uh, if I go through." And um, 
beat, systematically beat the best players, then I can prove myself to be the best smasher. So play me. Online. <laughs> yeah. All right, the guy was just the guy said play me, and I'm not going to beat around the bush. I am going to beat you, and I'm going to prove I'm the best bastard by systematically beating the the you know biggest names. And I'm like, wow, you're a douchebag. <laughs> and, well, and what's also funny about these kind of people is they like to pick and choose which matches they report on. <laughs> yeah. Like I've played people where like I'll beat them four times in a row, each of them two or three stock, mm-hmm. and then they like they'll two stock me at the end, and they're going like. I two-stock Buzz, he's such a noob, oh, I totally pwned him like twice, and I'm like, dude, what about those other matches? Like, oh, I wasn't, I was just warming up. And <laughs> it's like, okay. So, yeah. it's, just, uh, it's really annoying. <laughs> well, anyway, let's move on to our general gaming news. Uh, June, pretty, pretty big month for gaming, and for the PS3, what? getting their first major exclusive game. Obviously, it is Metal Gear Solid 4, launched on the 12th of June. And Panda, you're the only one... You're, like, the only one of us, Panda, to actually own the game. Yeah, yeah, I do. Or the console. Yeah, here's the ironic thing, actually. (laughs) Right, um, right. We actually now own three Wiis. Holy! Yeah, two PS3s and a 360. Because like individual members of our family buy these things because we don't live live together. So as a family, if you actually count us all together, we've individually bought them on our own. <laughs> my brother has has a PS3. I have a PS3. Uh, I have a Wii. My brother has a Wii. And then uh, my mom wanted Wii Fit, so wow. they like waited for a while and then finally you know bought uh, you know a Wii and Wii Fit. And I was like um. Oh, <laughs> okay. So they, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I haven't beaten the game, so absolutely no uh, spoilers from here or, you know, whatever. But yeah, I um, I love it. I absolutely love it. I just had to ban someone from the chat room, sorry. Um, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, I, that's why I was, I was pausing for a minute. But uh, yeah, it's it's incredible, honestly. Like I uh, I was supposed to come at eight o'clock to start the podcast, but I, I kind of went to go save the game and I didn't stop playing. So yeah, and then then Yoko had to call me. I, I had to call him. It's like, where are you? Yeah, damn. <laughs> I had to pause in the middle of cutscene. Damn you. Oh. It's a good cutscene. Well, let's talk about the cutscenes because it was a big deal before the release of the game that. Konami was, you know, releasing these, uh, basically these limitations on what game companies could and could not review about the game. And a couple of things that, you know, companies were told to, you know, keep mum on were the length of the Mm cutscenes and also that you had to install the games in the different acts. And because, you know, those are pretty important things that, you know, buyers of the game should know, but it's not like... It's like Konami was trying to hide it and just sweep it under a rug, even though it's pretty important. But it's not, you know, totally game-wrecking. I mean, people are going to still buy the game if they're a huge fan of it. And, you know, it's being highly touted as one of the best games of the year, of, you know, the past several years, whatever. I mean, people are still going to buy it, and nothing like that is going to, you know, stop them. But, like, why do you think Konami would sweep something like that under the rug? Uh, Simple. Do you like the idea of like 90 minutes of cutscenes in your game I wouldn't mind personally I mean it, I guess it's a, a matter of taste like if the, how immersive you want it to be or how much 
control you want to have the game. But Kojima has always directed the Metal Gear Solid games like it's going like it's an interactive movie. Yeah. I mean, you could take that from you know the first Metal Gear Solid where he uses you know actual credits when characters are introduced with their voice actors along with it, like mm-hmm. it's you know playing out of a movie. So I mean, I guess it's really nice. I mean, you can pause and do a lot of stuff with the cutscenes, right? Yes, uh, that, that I mean, like I said before, I had to pause cutscene to come right, into the right. podcast, um, but. In all honesty, that's the whole idea. You're right. It is a matter of preference. That is Metal Gear. You see mixed reviews. You see tens from some places, which I personally would give it a ten. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And you see, you know, eight point nines from other places. It's a preference. Uh, you know, if you like Metal Gear, you will like the game. If you don't like Metal Gear, you still won't like the game probably. But you know, how do you how do you define that? How do you put a number on that? Uh, you well, know? I think it's good that they're investing in the story, though, because yeah. like a lot of games today don't do that. Like Metal Gear may be considered overkill, but like it's nice to know that Metal Gear has such a deep lore and a, such a deep history behind it, as yeah. opposed to just leaving it just pure gameplay. Oh, and someone's asking where I am. I'm in Act Four, the beginning. Oh, uh, so yeah. Oh, the end. And as for the loading between acts, uh, the installing thing, yeah, that's two minutes. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not a big deal. That's like it takes two like minutes to load times. between acts. Uh, yes, and the acts are Ouch. like eight hours long. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Cyberlink, no spoilers. <laughs> I'm serious. Anyone that spoils, I will seriously get angry at on it the is air a spoiler. it is seriously right. a spoiler don't don't say that um but yeah i mean so you just kind of wonder why they're doing that and then you also um i've also been you know looking at some of the reviews i mean i think you know ign.com and gamespot although gamespot over the years has sort of you know diminished their quality whatever they both gave mgs4 and grand theft auto 4 both sites gave them both perfect tens and mm. You know, like the Wii games, you know, Galaxy got a 9.7 from... I, I you know, totally forget about GameStop, but, you know, IGN gave it a 9.7, they gave Brawl a 9.5. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the, you know, PS3, Xbox, whatever, do you think the fanboy levels are playing up a lot more compared to the Nintendo writers? Because, you know, these games, you know, I mean, they might have their flaws with them. I mean, you know, Metal Gear Solid 4, probably not. I mean, it's, you know, so complete. But, you know, do you think the, like, the fanboy levels when reviewing the games, you know, plays a factor because they're giving it such these high scores when, you know, Nintendo, who is infamous for having majorly high fanboy levels, when those games are being reviewed, you know, they take it a little more harshly? No. (laughs) It's not a 10 now! Because is it just that good? I mean, honestly, I don't think um, Super Mario Galaxy deserved a 10. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, sorry... Uh, 9.7 is probably where it you know deserves. It's a really good game, but it's not you know perfect. I don't want to go back and play it. For example, I haven't beaten it. Uh, if I wanted to go back and play it, then you know it deserves a 10. Um, from a reviewer's standpoint and from a casual player's standpoint, um, Smash doesn't deserve a 10. It truly doesn't. The single player is horrible uh, to an extent. I actually enjoyed it. I don't know. Um, the online is. Uh, mediocre at best uh, I would give it a 10 out of 10 it is a 10 out of 10 to me because I absolutely love the game but 
you know, honestly, the Wii has not had uh, a single game that's like, oh my god, I must, other than Smash, actually, uh, and right. Galaxy, that I was like, oh my god, I must go out, I have to go out and get this, I have to, like, you know, seriously need to get the Wii now. I, I was that way for Metroid Prime. I really liked the Metroid Prime series. But, Metroid Prime 3 was pretty nice. Yeah, and, but other than that, you're right. The, most, a lot of the games that come out these days are not uh, absolutely crucial. Yeah, like, they haven't uh, advertised hardcore. Like, if there was one game that that's big, and they advertise, they hype, they give it huge production, production values, uh, and it actually turns out great, something like Metal Gear Solid 4, people went out and bought a PS3 just for that game, and I understand why. There, like, other than, you know, the, the core gamer is not satisfied with the Wii, and they will likely never be, because Nintendo has given up on us. Uh, it's unfortunate, but they're even taking some of their best games that inadvertently appealed to the core gamer, things like Mario Kart, and they dumbed it down a bit. So now Mario Kart Wii, well, you know... It's and one fun. of the big problems I've noticed with Nintendo is they refuse to grow up with their audience. Like, they, mm. their audience, you know, they were Mario fans, and that was back in, like, 1985 when the game first came out. And now we're all in our 20s, 30s, 40s. Mm-hmm. And they are not adapting. They're not following their fans. They're sticky. They're keeping down to the yeah, twelve, to the thirteen old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, I'm not suggesting that you know Mario pick up a newsie and start blowing people's heads off. That's oh, cool why that would not? be. <laughs> but um, just but yeah, the games they don't evolve. They don't get more difficult. Like like Twilight Princess, for example, was a big letdown because even though it was really beautiful for its time and it was really big compared to Ocarina of Time. They didn't evolve. They, it, they, the bosses were too easy. It was yeah. really quick playthrough, and yeah, it was it was designed for like thirteen year old audience. Yep. And that's what most of their games do is they they say, "Look at this great game. You remember what the first one was like? Well, this is the sequel, and it's like the same or easier." And uh, it, it's a, it's a never ending cycle, and that's why they lose some of their fans as they get older. It's sad, but it's true. I mean, I know um, Yoko, you're a huge Nintendo fan, but. Uh, you're never really a hardcore gamer, but I mean, do you like agree right. that they're not really you know, satisfying the core gamer anymore, and they're kind of ignoring the demographic? Oh, I totally agree. I mean, you look at some of the hardcore, quote unquote, the games that they're trying to say, yes, this is our attempt to appeal to the hardcore gamer, and you compare it to past games, they've totally dumbed down some of the games. And I totally agree. You know, Twilight Princess, Twilight Princess was my first real solid Zelda adventure. I mean, I had played, you know, Oracle. Of ages before then, but you know that's kind of a little joke on the handheld. Sorry if you're a fan of that game, but I mean, and I got through Twilight Princess easy. You know, rarely ever die, and it's like, hmm, for my first Zelda game, this probably shouldn't really happen. And then you know, go back and you play Ocarina of Time, and it's like, wow, you know, this is much more challenging. And then you know, I just picked up Twilight Princess again. I went through it in 20 hours, and it's like, well. You know, this is advertised as 40 to 50 hours of gameplay if you do all the side quests. And, you know, I get, like, you know, maybe 15 hearts, and which is really pretty good in 20 hours. Metroid Prime, another great example. I mean, Echoes was much more challenging, like the boss fights and all, compared to Prime 1. But Prime 3 was just easy. I mean, some of the boss fights were disappointing. And, you know, Galaxy, as great of a game as it is, you know, is a little on the easy side. So the games that, yeah, they're trying to focus to the hardcore audience have, you could say, have been dumbed down a little. And that's unfortunate. 
and it's, well, it's that, you know that's one of the reasons I like Metroid Prime is at least at the very least they offer difficulty settings in that game. Oh yeah, yeah. at least. Awesome. And that was that was great because then you could go through the game like oh that wasn't too hard and you could go back and make it so you die quicker, they're harder to kill, and, and it's a different kind of fight. And so they at least tried in that area, but. You you look at the line of Nintendo games and go back to Zelda 2. Zelda 2 was freaking hard. Yeah. Still is freaking hard. Even no, no matter how many hours I put into it, I can't beat the last dungeon. <laughs> I don't know if that makes me a scrub, but <laughs> but I really wish they would like kind of go back to that and make a 3D Zelda that had that much difficulty in the combat. That would yeah, be a very hard. satisfying. It's just it's but. honestly it's sad, but what are we to do? We are still buying their games. And we will still buy their games. <laughs> it's true. You know, it's it's like what the what kind of compelling argument is it that the core gamer is not satisfied yet they still buy their games, and the casual gamer that usually doesn't buy their games is now going to go buy their game. So, from a business sense, it's a win-win for them, with a slight lose in the corner. Right. And yeah. that that slight lose is actually a huge lose for us, and it could hurt them, like could bite them in the ass in the future. Because I know for a fact, if they make another Metroid Prime game, I'm not buying it. I didn't <laughs> like three. I didn't like two either, but I bought three because it was on the Wii and it looked good. Like I'm sorry, like I just personally, I was I was not a huge fan. Even if they release one with uh, you know multiplayer online, especially online because the, the Wii's online is horrible. You know I I. Don't echoes on, echoes multiplayer is kind of a joke though. Well, I heard uh, Hunters though for the DS has a, has a pretty good online, pretty strong online. Mm. Well, I heard that game was hacked to no yeah, end until it was hacked. <laughs> yeah, like cheating well, literally well, outright. Yeah. I want to just really quickly get back to Metal Gear Solid though before we move on. Yeah. You know, Metal Gear Solid has online. How is the online? Have you tried it? Oh God, I, I'm going to try it, but I'm one of those sticklers that uh, will only play online modes when he's done with the, with, like the whole game at first. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I've heard yeah. really good things about it though. Same, it it look it looks great. Honestly, it looks just wonderful. And I, I I said wonderful, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to trying it. Nice, nice. Um, I don't know if you guys heard this news. You might have been too busy gaming, Panda, or you know, at school buzz. But on Sunday, um, there were potential pre E3 leaks by Microsoft and Activision, the company, the it's like a press company known as Intellispons was sort of responsible for, you know, getting this information out there, and it was, uh, not sure who came across it, but news is on Kotaku and probably a whole bunch of other blogs. Some of the notable ones, the notable little tidbits that came out, was that, you know, I mean, obviously you had the Newton way back when was, you know, the potential new uh, motion-sensitive controller. Nothing was brought up about that. But um, another one interesting thing that came up was that Avatars might be used on Xbox oh, Live. Yeah. Me? Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, P- the Sony has made Home, uh, right. and you know Xbox has made uh, Avatars, and uh, then Sony has the um, Six Axis, which is mm-hmm. balls, by the way, and the 360 is rumored to get motion control as well. Right. I, th- I think it's ironic that they mocked Wii up and down when it first came out, and now they're, like, starting to mimic <laughs> Yeah. Well, they're like, oh, well, crap, it's starting to sell more, so maybe we should do what they're doing. Because yeah, they say that- the avatars will be used in arcade and, you know, some other games. I mean, it it's sold up and down like the me. Yeah. You know? 
It's, Except it's... the the sad thing is, I think it's implemented better than the Mii is. Like, it might be. You know, with your games and whatnot, the interactivity with the games, uh, you know, mixing it with like achievements and stuff. Uh, like home, for example, I thought that was a stroke of genius to have like a little person. And when you beat a game or when you get an achievement in a game, basically the achievement is like a new clothing item or a new furniture item in home. And that's that's ingenious. I think that's a great way to mix the two and really makes compelling uh, makes compelling to buy you know certain games because you want a certain piece of furniture or whatever when you get obsessed. Mm-hmm. And it's smart. Very, very, very smart. If mm-hmm. Microsoft does something similar, smart. Very smart. Nintendo, they made the Wii. They made the me. They're not really mixing the two together. Right, right. And I also know we have a lot of Call of Duty fans out there. You know, and I know you love Call of Duty, especially when you compare it to Halo. Mm. Um, Call of Duty Five has been talked about for a while, but it's rumored that they're going to be naming the next title Call of Duty World at War. Mm-hmm. Now they have several uh, different box arts out there, yep. and I'm if you've seen them, I'm personally a fan of the one that's you know they've got the. The helmets on the battlefield and the rifles sticking up—it just seems, yeah. you know, sort of like war-like, you know. I kind of like the it's... palm tree one because it seemed like different and kind of stood out, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Don't didn't know. didn't one of them was was it one of the Call of Duties or Medal of Honors that had big Wii online play? It was Medal of Honor. Medal uh, that was Medal of was Honor. Honor. Call of Duty does does that have multiplayer on it? I don't remember. Four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh sure. wait, wait for the Wii. It was it was three. Uh, yeah, Wii. I don't I don't I don't know if it's even out for the Wii. Call of Duty Four, but uh, no, call, it's Call of Duty Three, and then oh. Four wasn't for the Wii. Okay, right, yeah. It's been so long yeah, since but, I played, I couldn't remember. But because um, I remember there like, was, there was like there's a lot of clans heroes. online that claim to be best like at these games, but um, mm-hmm. Call of Duty is supposed to be a really good series. Oh yeah, and Wii. they're you know not titling it Call of Duty Five because. The reasoning is they apparently don't want to take away because you know Call of Duty Four is still selling wonderfully. It's still you know people are still playing this game, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they're titling it with this subtitle "World at War" so that you know the two games can sort of you know distinguish themselves and still sell at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. Call of Duty Four is currently one of the top ten best-selling video games in America mm-hmm. ever wow. of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything else in that list is like Halo. Uh, GTA, like two different GTA versions, and like eight different Maddens. Uh, so, <laughs> Stupid Madden. Yeah. Uh, it was... Uh, Call of Duty 4 is a great game, and I'm not looking forward to Call of Duty 5 because they take, took it to a different development studio. Uh, not... Uh, I think it was an Infinite Studio or whatever um, that made Call of Duty 4. So... And, and it's back to World War 2. And I'm one of those people that says, uh, okay, I've just replayed World War II 8,000 times. Like, since Wolfenstein, I've been replaying World War II. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with my, my Nazi killing. It's, it's, you know. Right, right, right. Um, so, you know, we'll have to see if some of those things, you know, prove true when Microsoft announces their news tidbits at E3. But what about Nintendo? You know, E3 is July 15th through the 17th. Um, couldn't really find a date for when Nintendo's, you know, giving their little address. It's probably the 16th, you know, something right in the middle. I remember last year, obviously, when they had, you know, they were going to announce probably the Brawl release date. I had a summer school class, and I left that class early so I could come back and watch it because that was right at the beginning of Show Me Your News. Yeah. 
back in the day. The birth. Uh, good times, good times. Back when it was oh. just Yoko doing the rundown. Right, the rundown. <laughs> the rundown. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think that Nintendo might pull out of their hats? Because they've been apparently claiming that you know they will blow us away, apparently, at E3. Oh, really? I, I have one strong hope. Uh, this is totally unfounded and baseless, but... Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't know if you two have heard the rumors that they were considering giving Zelda to Retro to let them make oh, the next wow. one. Really? I did not hear that. Yeah, it's it's not it's not confirmed in the least, so don't really nothing really can cite off it. But there, there's rumors about that on, on the in the blogosphere, and basically the idea is that Retro does so much better with Metroid than Nintendo does with Zelda that they figured they just let Retro take it over, and. Yeah. Everyone's first assumption at that was like, "Oh no, they're gonna make Zelda first person," and that's <laughs> that's a silly assumption to make because uh, Retro's oh, wow. job is not to take every game they get their hands on and make it first person. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they would keep it third person, but just along those same lines, we, I mean, we've already established that even though Metro games are pretty easy, I mean, they're they're still not incredibly difficult. They're still way more difficult and way more engaging than Zelda games, in my opinion. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. If Retro did take on the next Zelda, it would be way better, and I would buy that one if I knew Retro was making it. I would give Zelda another chance if I knew that Nintendo took their hands off and stopped making it so easy and kiddy. Yeah, and actually, so I agree. Yeah. If, and also, the reason I have hopes for it this year is that the last Zelda took it, it went overdue. It was built for the GameCube, and they kept delaying it and kept delaying it, and then they finally put it on the Wii, and even then it, w- it wasn't a true Wii game. It was just a GameCube game with Wii controls. Yeah. So yeah. it's very possible they could announce the next Zelda game, and if they do, I hope it looks exciting and cool. Aside from that, um, I don't know. I don't really have any big hopes for you 3 So, Yeah, as I say, I don't know what you can do when all of your major first-party games are already out for your console, you know? They really should break the rule of, like, one, you know, Mario game, one Smash game, one uh, card game per console, because I know uh, that myself and a lot of people, like, I'm pretty sure on the internet, would go out and buy a new version of Smash. They would buy Mm -hmm. a Smash, you know, Brawl remix that had better online uh, a couple new characters yep. just for a selling point, um, you know, better single player or something, and then for us, uh, a more balanced um, tripless multiplayer. I would buy it. Yeah, I would gladly. I'd buy spend it if it cost two hundred dollars. Seriously, so would I. I don't want it to cost two hundred dollars, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, what? Okay, what potential things could Nintendo do to uh, you know blow us away? We've got the option of um, new game. Which you know, uh, you have a couple things in the outline there that I agree with are potentials. Uh, this right. retro thing, I think, may be a little bit too early. Maybe uh, for there have always been Zelda. rumors of you know a possible you know DS uh, slight DS light change. Uh, yeah, I would not be surprised at that because the DS light is incredibly popular on the world. Or like a Smash DS game that would be a uh, that'd be fun. But so, yeah, so we got we got the hard um, hardware like stuff like a new DS version. Uh, or, God, a new DS? A new, like, sequel to the DS? Mm. I think it's too early, actually. I think, I think they don't need another one, do they? 
Oh, oh, you mean a new one entirely? Yeah, I mean like a like a sequel to it. Oh, oh no, yeah. That would, I, I was gonna say if they make another DS, I don't know what to think of that. It's, it's way too soon. I mean, yeah. you, you got I think it might be at almost at its peak and maybe slowly starting to wane with like the sales. But I think you gotta have it taper a the little DS bit more. Before. Ultralight. <laughs> yes. I would totally DS that. paper thin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Or you know the DS hologram. You know just like boom, make it appear. And Hell's yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, so yeah. then we also have peripherals. That's an option. So they could yeah, be giving pe- us a new balance. People were board. saying in the chat earlier that uh, I should use my dual screen setup for emulating DS games. <laughs> that would be should awesome. Be set up. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. You should totally do that. Turn your monitors <laughs> on the side. You know. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, that reminds me of uh, of the decline of video gaming flash videos. Yeah. You guys I've ever seen, seen those? <laughs> Like it has multiple screens, one for your map, your health, your items, your stash, your. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean they, they just recently, you know, launched WiiWare, and you know they've had you know a couple first party, you know, related kind of games. You know, the My Pokemon Ranch, everyone Pokemon Ranch that la- launched a couple weeks ago. I don't uh, know they why. had Doctor Mario yeah. Online come a oh, couple really? weeks ago as well. Uh, I was saying that you know I'm I don't have any WiiWare games. I'm waiting for the Strong Bad game, and it just might be too pricey at that. Yeah, uh, I personally I'm I don't think I don't think ten dollars for a WiiWare game is justified. Yeah, it's it's, it's too I much. I don't mind that much, honestly. Like if it's a good game, it's worth it. I I spent twenty bucks on the Penny Arcade game. I absolutely loved it. Worth every penny. But some people <laughs> said you know penny. it's too much. I don't know. I, Ooh, my... here's what they could do. I just got to thought of what they could do hmm? at E3. I mean, with all the WiiWare games, the Wii is running out of space, and they know it, and they got to. I think this is one of the things uh, they've got to pull at I E3. They've got to have storage expansion. That's big only for the core gamer, and they had one of the European reps, <clears throat> one European I'm... like marketing Lawrence reps, that has ridiculed the idea. Hmm? And Lawrence, whatever his name is. Yeah. I don't remember his name either. Uh, and he, he is like, yeah, uh, thank you, Pipman. Pipman just gave the quote, it's just for geeks and otaku. Uh, Cyberlink tells us it's Laurent Fisher. Fisher, okay. Yeah, so it's like, wow, um, did you get fired yet? Like, because <laughs> if, if, you want, if you want your casual audience to get WiiWare games, you know that 512 megabytes of flash base is not going to be enough if you want to keep making money. That is, they keep making new DLC. If Nintendo wants out. to stay cool, they should enable thumb drives and their USB drives. Oh man, that'd be awesome. Agreed. Agreed. Which is why that they would that, do it. that to me would be the redeeming quality. But yeah, you're right. This rate, the, the hard drive is too small. It's not even a hard drive. It's yeah. a flash day drive. Whatever. Hey, it honestly, is. Yeah, I, I think... have like completely given up on Nintendo. Just straight up. I don't expect anything to blow me away from Nintendo anymore. Other like I don't get excited from first party games because they've disappointed me over and over again. Because I am not their target audience anymore and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of like, you know, getting my hopes up for like, you know, these games and then they say, Hey, uh You want wait. Mario to pick up an Uzi. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> just just pick up that damn Uzi. Blow blow someone's head off. <laughs> It'd be more fun that way. <laughs> Like, Mario, you're cool again. (laughs) All I know is that I'm hoping for them to blow me away. I'm hoping for them to tell me that they actually like me again. And and I'm loved from Nintendo family. um, Because I am a core gamer. 
and I don't like wasting my money on games that are, should be, you know, geared towards me, and they're not. Would you say a hard drive expansion would be a good sign of that, of things to come? Absolutely. Because they yeah, have I think, gone I think it's a gots to, gots to be. Yeah, they've said on the record several times that only core gamers and only, you know, a certain demographic that they're not appealing to would want that. And that demographic is us. Right. Well, basically, you know, the summation of my little rant was, you know, if you want to keep making money because the Wii prints money, remember, you know, you got to get more space for to buy these WiiWare games, these virtual console games, yeah, etc. I, I think over time... Well, they're along those same lines, Yoko, like, they need more space for more WiiWare, and I'm a computer programmer, so this is I am particularly biased in this area, but I really think they should open up an open dev kit and oh, people man. write their own games for the Wii. That would be incredible. Like... That would that would drastically increase the value of the Wii overall. Like mm-hmm. more people would be drawn to it just knowing that there's like an open community where you can download games for free, which written by people. Because mm-hmm. like it I would, I, in my opinion, the Wii would last a lot longer if there was an open community like that. But the problem is, WiiWare is like a step in the right direction, but it's still so closed off that it, it's not that big of an improvement, in my opinion. See, the right. thing about the Nintendo is now, it's like, I feel like they have a great short-term view of things, but their long-term view of things isn't that, like, outstanding. So the Wii came out. What the hell can you do to make it better? What the hell is the Wii 2 going to be? You know? It's true. Uh, it's going to be VR or something? You have to somehow substantiate It's going to have leg game. attachments. Dude, I would totally buy that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, you. I think you got to make a step into VR that's not Virtual Boy. Oh come on! It was, it was an awesome. <laughs> they got. They got They got to implement uh, what's his bucket? Johnny Chung Lee's head tracking, whatever his name is. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. That was so badass. Dude, <laughs> if they don't do that, I'll be so upset. That, that was seriously so cool. Hire him. Hire him now. Seriously. <laughs> um, yeah. They really should. Like to me, that's the only way to improve 3D. Like you can only add so many polygons and colors before it all looks the same and like they need to take that step where it looks even more realistic mm-hmm. uh, I mean Unless... all I know is that like they ha- they're losing their the core market of gamers I'm not sure how many people right now if they said you know they're making a second Wii uh, how many people would say okay I'll buy that you know right. uh, I, I think that uh, a lot of people have just put the Wii on the side the Wii might have one or two games in the future that they want. Smash, for example, uh, or perhaps I guess the other two games that you've listed on the outline here, the that have potential for coming out, like a, a Kid Icarus Wii or you know a yeah. Pikmin Three. Those are definitely games um, people would buy, uh, but they're not going to play the Wii otherwise. Um, yeah, and, let's let's talk yeah. about those two games because I think back in January, uh, it was like Factor Five was a source that. You know, showed some, you know, gra- uh, not graphic. Yeah, some graphics. You could say some graphics for concept arts, for a redesign of Pit, for a potential Kid Icarus Wii, and you know, people were wondering my thoughts of that because I quote unquote main Pit, and I use that very loosely because I still like, you know, pressing the random button and giving it a run at that from time to time. But Kid Icarus on the NES was freaking ridiculous to begin with, and. I don't, I don't know if I would buy a Kid Icarus Wii. I mean, I'd think about it, but I mean, it's it's still iffy. I mean, you gotta see some gameplay footage, and you gotta expand a lot more when you know the last game you had was 
the NES game, and then like I think maybe it was a Game Boy game, like of myths and legends or whatever it was called. Um, Pikmin three. Uh, wow, I cannot believe it's cutting out again. While back. Yeah. All right. All right. Back. Is, is, is yeah. this on my end or something? Is it my computer freezing? I'm not no. sure. Actually, it's not because I can move my mouse. Well, I don't know. If my internet were having problems, would it cause you two to connect, disconnect from each other? I don't think so. So it's either me or Yoko. I'm going to go with me because it usually is. Hello? Hello? <laughs> what the heck is going on? Oh, man. Alright, so you were saying, uh, Yoko, about the you know, Kid Icarus and whatnot? Uh, we where did you last have me at? Oh, yeah. For, like, the last game for, you know, Kid Icarus was, like, the NES game. Then you had, like, the one, you know, Game Boy game was, like, the Myths and Legends or whatever. And then uh, on the Pikmin 3, this is mostly drawn from, you know, Nintendo renewing the Pikmin copyright recently. And, you know, obviously pick, people want Pikmin for the Wii. Yeah. But, again, you know, we haven't really played Pikmin, so what can we say about it? Honestly, like, Pikmin 2 has been on my to-do list for a long time, but my to-do list is massive now because I haven't like I've got you know Metal Gear Solid 4 <laughs> the world ends with you a, a crap ton of brawl and, like I mean there's just like hundreds of games I need to play uh, and Some Pikmin 2 is kind of down there but well supposedly they're making a new uh, a Rygar game for the Wii you guys ever play with the old Rygar game yeah, what's a Rygar it's a it's a game for the original NES it's really old and wasn't very popular for understandable reasons because you die a lot <laughs> But um, it, they're remaking that kind of modernized. There was a there was a remade version for the PS2. I don't know if you ever saw that one, but um... hello. Yeah, yeah. We're just we're just letting you talk. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. No, well, it cut out on my end, and I oh. couldn't hear anything for a second. <laughs> so, so was my internet sucks. I mean, I've heard of Rygar, but I can't recall exactly what it is. Well, I went and looked it up on YouTube for some reason recently, because I was like trying to reminisce and think about it, and then it turned out it was like one of the worst reviewed games ever. Wow! <laughs> At least that, that's what people say. I don't think it was that bad, but apparently people thought it was like one of the most terrible NES games ever. And they're making a sequel. They're trying to redeem it. <laughs> wow, that's uh, awesome. Trying to trying to redeem it like five console generations later. <laughs> huh. I mean, so, I, can't, okay, well, I, can't, uh, I can't really see that as being, like, a, I don't know, a good idea. But hey, if they well, want to run with it, go ahead. The, you got to remember that Nintendo's kind of limited on franchises. I mean, you got, like, your your Zelda, your Mario, your Metroid, and it, that's kind of it. And the other one's kind of filling sides. F-Zero. Pokemon Wii for reals. <laughs> and I'll get to it years. later when we talk about the new DS game that'll be oh, coming dude. out. What if they made like a Pokemon Wii and mixed it with like a Pokemon MMO? Like they're both. That's what I'm saying. Like at the same time. Oh my I god, know. that'd be amazing. That's the, that 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 game perfectly set up for for that an MMO. But I I missed the MMO thing. Really? They they really don't want to get into it, and they don't want they don't want to let anyone else get into it either. Like they won't let anyone publish an MMO on the Wii. <laughs> That's just sad. I think I mean, Animal Crossing it's would be a franchise but... that yeah. I would say Animal Crossing would be a franchise that would be perfectly suited for an MMO on oh, the Wii. Oh God, yes. 
Maybe they're afraid their little kids will all get addicted. Oh no. Oh yes. They like our games. <laughs> what, whatever to, what we do. Seriously. They, they don't want to be accused of being the next like online crack. I mean, you're going to get accused like, of anything no matter what if you, you know, are part World of War crack, you know? Ever crack, Lineage 2. We fit. Do you remember like the flack they were getting because they used the like medical BMI scale for We Fit? And they, yeah. said, and they were like, calling kids know, fat, and parents were getting upset. Fat. It was a, it was the damn medical scale. This is what doctors say <laughs> to you, and they're like, "My little girl is <laughs> not fat." And they're like, "This is the BMI scale that every doctor uses with the same damn vocabulary." Get over it, you <laughs> idiot. So you're, you're going to complainers no matter what the hell you do. That's true. Well, you know, we're going to put out our next Show Me Your News episode in July after E3, so we'll have all that news recap, and we'll just have to see what news services. Um, recently, though, let's talk recently, uh, Spore Character Creator launched a couple days ago. Two thumbs up. I absolutely love it. I haven't gotten it yet, but I've seen some very interesting creations. I'm going to put the $10 down. So here's the deal. You can, you can download a trial version with, like, uh, a limited selection it's a lot of fun, and it's already out. Go ahead and download it. It's great stuff. Uh, and I think tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, they're going to release a uh, more complete version. I'm not sure if it's the full thing or not, just the, the just the creature creator, uh, where you pay $10, but $5 is actually going to go towards a sport purchase, and then $5 is actually spent towards just that demo. So it's like a $5 sneak peek, because I know for sure, 110%, I'm buying Spore. So I'm gonna put five dollars down for a nice little sneak peek, and it's a lot, of, a lot of fun actually. Spore has been one of those games though that it's been in development for a long time. I mean, a couple oh, years yeah. ago, um, you know, it was like a video gaming uh, club sort of group at U of M, and you know, the people you were talking about, like they brought these couple people in who worked at EA, and you know, they're talking about this game called Spore. And it was, you know, really hyped up, and you know, it still hasn't come out yet. But they've been pushing back the date for the longest time, and it's it's very interesting to see, you know, stuff finally surface. Now, if they could only get on Duke Nukem Forever, but then, you know, that's not on EA. <laughs> they, well, they actually have, and, uh, and, you know, hmm? Spore recently went went um, well, not Spore, I guess EA went through some flack recently about Spore because of the copy protections they were going to put on the game. Oh yeah. And they were going to use something called Securom, where basically, like, it would check every time you play, during the time you play, and, like, every five to ten days, it would verify just for kicks, even though you're not playing the game. I mean, Big big Brother, anyone? Yeah, and uh, there was a big enough whiplash from that fans caused an uproar and posted comments that they finally withdrew that, and they're... They're softening it and making it less Big Brother-ish, even though it, it still will check, sadly, but no, even it it's silly like you have to check online to play a single-player game. They said only check like, the very first time that you uh, plug it in. So oh, really? That's, yeah, that's not really... I, I believe that's what it was. Uh, yeah, it's not, not a very big deal. Um, well, yeah, because before it was absurd. Oh, like, yeah. even though you're not playing it, it's like, we just need to check to see that you're being honest still. <laughs> <laughs> um... By the way, if no one has seen it, uh, go and watch the video of Robin Williams playing Spore. 
he like really he, oh yeah oh you didn't know uh, Robin Williams is a very big gamer actually and uh, Spore huh. yeah Spore has been at a lot of different conventions in the past uh, and uh, at one of the conventions he was actually in the audience uh, and um, the guy Will Wright was like so let's get someone from the audience to uh, make a creature and uh, he's like you sir uh, and Robin Williams just got up and like walked up and uh, and he made a creature and it was really really funny. Uh, wow. Yeah. He just like it was it was still the beta stages uh, and it wasn't nearly as done. But uh, like when while he's like creating creature, he's like giving like colorful commentary and it was freaking hilarious. Yes, as people are pointing out, for example, uh, Cyberlink says he's an Evangelion fan. Uh, Piffin is uh, noting that his daughter is actually named after Zelda. I know, for example, he plays a lot of FPSs. He actually goes to the TED uh, convention, too. He's a big technological buff. Uh, so, yeah, Robin Williams is a very, very big gamer. Pretty cool. I love celebrities that play games. I know. Huh? And he's it's the awesome. voice of the best animated character of all time, the genie from Aladdin. Of course. And he went to my high school. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he actually went to my high school for a year. So. Oh, yeah. No yeah, he's on the wrestling team like I was. <laughs> yeah. So you have something in common. <laughs> and one of my teachers taught him, and she said he was ridiculously quiet. Huh. Yeah. Go figure. And yet you are at college taking the MCATs, and he's out there with millions of dollars. <laughs> yes, making an ass of himself. <laughs> which I wish I could do. Damn it. Yo, yo, you can. You won't get money for it, but... One of these days got... I will make an ass of myself and be paid. It's it's my goal in the future. <laughs> As a doctor, I'll be making an ass of myself, and they'll pay me to treat them. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's move on to the, uh, in the, I guess you could say, the fall of the, later this year. Guitar Hero 4, or as it's called, Guitar Hero World Tour, is coming out. And let's just say it's Guitar Rock Band, or <laughs> Rock Band Hero, Rock Band Hero, or Rock Hero. Basically, you know, they're they're throwing in, you know, the bass and the drums and the vocals, throwing that all in. Wow. Uh, they have an, it's an interesting uh, drum kit, though. Have you seen it? Like a, it's got like the two toms. It's got actually, you know, a couple cymbal-looking, like you know, buttons, and they obviously have the kick. Um, they've got master I think they tracks. Went too far. Mm. Yeah, it, it's I think true. they went too far with the, the instrument. Like the guitar was a good idea, but the other stuff is just like not many people are going to be able to afford that or want it. Just my right. opinion, though. Rock Band already right. filled its niche. Um, I, frankly, anyways, I'm done. I played Guitar Hero 1 and 2 to death. When 3 came out, I didn't <laughs> care. Now 4 is coming out, and Rock Band came out, and yet I still can't find myself caring. I'm, you know, I'm satisfied. Like, I get cravings sometimes for certain genres. Like, sometimes I'll be like, you know what? Right now, I really need to play a good action RPG. Like, I really need one. Or, like, a good Japanese RPG, you know? I just really want to play one yeah. right now, and I'll go out and you know find an old one that didn't beat, didn't beat or you know replay one, or I'll buy one that's old for like five bucks to use uh, that I never got around to playing. And I have had my fill of the you know rhythm genre from Guitar Hero and Rock Band. I I have enough, no more for me. And DDR. And DDR. Oh God, yeah. Well, it's also interesting to note that you know this game is going to have all master tracks. And the big selling point that makes it different from Rock Band is that you have a custom track creator. You can, uh, really? you know, make, basically make your own guitar parts, uh, drum parts, and bass parts. But you can't make your own vocal parts. Obviously, that'd be way too ridiculous to do. Aww. 
But then you could probably, you know, share the songs, you know, with your friends and all that, so they could play your creations. You know what? They should make a new Donkey Konga. <laughs> Donkey Konga is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I could totally imagine playing that. Like, with the Wii. They like, have Wii controllers and drums, and you actually beat the drums with the Wii controllers. That yeah, whatever so happened cool. to, like, you know, the old commercials of the Wii where, like, they use, like, you know, the Wii remotes as drumsticks <sighs> or whatever, or, you know, the conducting. Oh, Wii they're music. making Wii music. Ah, Wii Sugar Poacher really, really wants Wii music still, and I want it too, because, like, know, we're both right? big music buffs, and... Oh, it man. Cool. They, that was so disappointing that they use that to demonstrate, like, what the Wii can do, and then they just don't give it to us. Oh, like, no, you jerks! <laughs> don't worry, they're making it, they're making it. They, uh, actually, it's, it's in, in development right now. Oh, they, they better call it. since day one. Maybe that's something for E3. Maybe, uh, well, probably. Uh, it uh, better they be. actually, and it better not um, use me's. I'm tired of me's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, honestly. At first, they uh, they said they weren't they weren't going to make it. Uh, it was just a tech demo, because, but because like the press and like the fans were so uh, overwhelmingly like positive about the whole thing, uh, they said, "Okay, fine, we'll, we'll make it a game for you." So it was kind of yeah. cool. Well, they're. Well, like they advertise that in a lot of venues, like they did the drum set, and uh, the only way you can get a drum set now is to go online and you can get. If your computer has a Bluetooth adapter, you can get a computer program that'll do a drum set using your Wii remotes, which is kind of yeah. cool, I guess. But they need to just follow through on all the stuff they made for that original E3. Like, yeah. even if it even if it seems silly to Nintendo, make it one disc, one tech demo disc that has the Wii music, the Wii this, oh, Wii that, and just. Because that's what people wanted. They saw that. They wanted to play those things. And then we got, like, not those things. You should call it We Awesome. <laughs> I would buy We Awesome. We Epic. We Awesome, too. Yes. Oh, man. But too bad Nintendo is... Uh, I don't know. They're just out of it right now in terms of, like, yeah. you know, connecting with their fans. Because, you know, they're also not done with the Guitar Hero franchise. They just recently released On Tour, Guitar Hero On Tour for the DS, yeah. which is a joke. I'm not going to get Guitar Hero for the DS. Oh. Why? Because there are four buttons. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah. You, you, you can't do anything with four buttons. There, you can't think of anything that is that complex. It's like playing on medium all the time. Unless you're going to do like incessant runs up and down for like an entire song. It's stupid. And then you, you you pick the touch screen, and then you can you know wiggle you know the whammy bar, which is also on the touch screen. You <laughs> hold the you know the DS really weird. You like the obviously the finger buttons go into that you know the spare port on the bottom of the DS. It it's just looks ridiculous. And, and it can go money. online apparently, but you know it's it's Who just going to be a joke. And then you know there's the Aerosmith game that's kind of like you know the Rock the Eighties or whatever. Little spinoff from Guitar Hero 2. They're doing an Aerosmith one. And then there's rumors of a Metallica one, but I don't know. Like, Guitar Hero is kind of just. Uh, how can I say it? Just kind of totally capitalizing on some popularity and making it to the point that it's ridiculous. Yep. That's, How's that? Uh, that's pretty much what a lot of games go through. Um, true. Unfortunate, but true. All right. Oh yeah. Now and Guitar I w- Hero Metallica has been confirmed. Uh, another game that I don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for reminding us, Cyberlink. I-, I know some people who are Metallica heads, but not me. Yeah. Um, Metallica now lost I- a lot of their fans after the Napster incident. 
Um, I yes, mean, they're that's... still losing their fans. Good lord. They okay. You know what? Metallica <laughs> just recently had a press event where they got where they ha- they have a new CD coming out. They had a press event. They invited the press over, let them listen to the CD, and then the press went on to go review that you know CD that they they listened to and like talk about it. And then they yep. sent mass emails out saying, "Don't review our music." Yep. What yep. the hell is a... wrong with them? Well, Metallica is not the only one. There's a lot of people on the internet that don't understand how the internet works, and yeah. they think that it's illegal to say negative things about anything. <laughs> oh, man. It's just bad. You can't criticize me, even if it's true. I mean, those are the people that think the internet is, you know, a series of tubes and not a dumb truck. <laughs> Although I totally think it's a dumb truck. Like, honestly, it works just like a dumb truck. If you guys don't get the reference, Ted Stevens, you know, ten. Uh, uh, didn't. He didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just realized that the PvP site is advertising the Penny Arcade game. Wow. Hmm. That's if you don't cool. Know, the Scott Kurtz, yeah. uh, Scott Kurtz, and um, you know the guys at Penny Arcade are like kind of <laughs> rivals, but kind of friends too. It's kind of mixed, so I think that's that's uh. interesting. It's, I don't know, it's a neat little tidbit. So, can I ask now why Pokemon USA stole my title? No, you may not. <gasps> what? They stole yeah. what? When I, several episodes ago, maybe it was even a few episodes ago for Show Me Your News, when I talked about how awesome a Pokemon game for the Wii would be when you start in Kanto and you go to Johto, then Hoenn, and Sinnoh, and then you basically train from there, and then you can go online and battle with people. And then you can, you know, uh, port, you know, Pokemon over the DS, and you know, train them on the go. And it'd be like the ultimate Pokemon adventure for the Wii, which you know a console has not even had. Like you know, Colosseum, XD Gale, Darkness. Like those adventures were kind of a joke compared to like you know the classics for the handhelds. And well, I, I, I thought said, you were. I, I thought I you said, were implying that. I thought you were implying that they stole your WTF Pokemon. Yeah, that's oh, what I got, fuck. too. That's I mean, when you started I, saying that. I was like, wow, they really what, called it that? That would be awesome. You have to go back and recall that I had you know, dubbed this Wii game, quote-unquote, Pokemon Platinum. And then they go ahead you know, a couple months later, however, however long it was ago, and they're announcing the next Pokemon game for the DS as Pokemon Platinum. The okay, third good. game to the Diamond and Pearl side, much like Yellow, Crystal, Emerald, it's now Platinum. Uh, Giratina is going to be on the cover, uh, apparently in its origin form, which makes it look like a worm instead of a <laughs> tall, a creepy beast. Um, I'm for uh, Pokemon Topaz. <laughs> I-, I would buy Topaz. So now now we- I'm just going to call that, that Ultimate Wii game Pokemon Ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> But then what this, the sequel? Would it be like Pokemon More Ultimate or Ultimater? To the max. <laughs> there you go. Nice. So I don't get announced, what's yeah, the difference announced, between Platinum and the other versions? Can you be a uh, girl well, this, or something? Yeah, this is announced May 15th. Um, not a lot of details have surfaced yet. It seems, though, uh, from screenshots that Giratina is going to be the first legendary that you cat, pa- capture. Uh, wow. Dialga and Palkia, if you remember from Diamond and Pearl, we're caught at level 47, right. and there's a screenshot where you encounter Giratina at level 47. Hmm. Uh, it seems like a screenshot with, you know, Cyrus, the leader of uh, Gingadon, or, you know, Team Galaxy. Um, and there hasn't been really too much release. I mean, there's probably going to be, like, some sort of battle tower that's more focused, even though there was one in Diamond and Pearl. 
really um, not a whole lot of details have been announced. It's coming out in Japan, autumn 2008, America probably sometime earlier in 2009, and there'll be something to keep our eyes on. I mean, do you think you'll end up buying it? Oh, probably. I mean, I've really dove headlong into Diamond and Pearl now. I mean, I don't have a good team, but I'm so addicted with, you know, completing the Pokedex and all that. Well, I mean, it's... Uh, I, I would consider it if I EV trained my Pokemon and I had friends that, like, did that, like, hardcore competitive scene. Uh, but I, I don't. Right. So, yeah. But, I mean, I've pretty much gotten all the other games before, so, you know, why not this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to keep an eye out for that one. And why'd they steal my name? Platinum? Ah. I think that's uh, that's just odd to use Platinum. They could have used so many others, but Platinum's kind of like the ultimate kind of feel, you know? Yeah. So I just think that naming it that is a little... Eh. That's why I used it for, you know, that epic Wii title. And Buzz, I know you can't say anything because you've never played a Pokemon game. What? <laughs> nope. Never touched them. Wow. 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 World of Warcraft? What? I mean... That's like the the scorn of, you know, the fanboys lightning. Honestly. I know. I feel bad for you, kid. They'll never know the the (laughs) wonderfulness of Pokemon. And they never... Yep, you're right. They never will. (laughs) They'll be grounded if they do. I, I, I might as well make that. a plug now. You know, check out WTF Pokemon on the SMYN Yoko YouTube channel. It's, uh, it's Yoko's <laughs> yeah. side project, and it's, it's uh, pretty interesting. It's uh, kind mm-hmm. of fun. I like it. Thanks. Pokemon Thanks. is just one of those things where I'll never ever get into it in terms of either the TV show or the games, but it's so like predominant in the Nintendo culture and the things I'm exposed to that I slowly yeah, you got, you're going Pokemon in and, out. and their traits. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, uh, it, it really, it's a Japanese uh, RPG. Sugar Poultry has this picture on a computer that says Teenage Mutant Ninja Squirtles. Oh, man, that's <laughs> awesome. It is so funny. Well, it's got, it's got all four of them on all their bandanas and their weapons, but they're all Squirtles instead of Turtles. <laughs> that's amazing. All of a you guys. Oh, that is so cool. Oh, you know, that, do. I don't know why, but that reminds me of uh, before Brawl was released. There was an old thread that some dude made as a joke called the Anti-Lucario Pro Squirtle thread. Yep. Yeah, and everyone was like laughing. Ha ha, Squirtle will never make it in. Oh man, the day that Pokemon trainer <laughs> was announced, it, it was crazy. Who's drinking Lucario's it? Lucario's top tier. Lucario is, uh, no, not, not top tier. Lucario's like my worst character. <laughs> Really? That's yeah. the that's the other funny thing about it is uh like, you know, for how little I get involved in Pokemon, like I used Pikachu a ton in Melee and I used uh I used Lucario and Well, I mean, how many people that use Ness actually played the other games? I mean True, true. You you'd be surprised. Like whenever you say like who actually plays Mother Games? And then everyone's like, oh, those are my favorite games! Don't say that's me. true. We did kind of take a lot of flack for that last well, time. I, I didn't say no one <laughs> plays Mother Games. I didn't say that. I just said that a lot of people that, you know, for example, my friend uh, is going to use Ness from now on in teams, and he has never played a Mother Game. In fact, I don't even think he knows that the game is called Mother. 
<laughs> I think he only like his When I first played Melee, I thought Ness was like a game, a character specific to Smash. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> like I just stuck him in there. That's awesome. He is a Smash mascot. Wait, I mean, oh, hold on. Overswarm. Simna is not the only person that mains Ness, right? There are a few others. Simna is the biggest Ness pro in Melee, and apparently, according to Overswarm, uh, he's played Mother. And we had him on a guest as a guest one time on this podcast. That we did. Yep. yep. By we, I mean you. He was a, you interviewed Well, him. it was an interview. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, like, a pseudo-guest, you could say. Mm-hmm. No. Should we uh, wrap things up with some mail time questions, guys? Yeah, let's go Heck for yeah. it. Heck yeah. Mail time. That sounds like it's mail time. Here's the mail. Oh. It never fails. Oh. It makes me want to oh. wag my tail. Oh. When it comes, I want to wail. All right. Let's it's see. This first one comes from yeah. Wildebeest. What Nintendo movie would you like to see made? I have heard a Zelda movie. Is under the way. Are you sure it's that's an unofficial one? It's not just the, uh, the IGN. Is it? I Paper don't know. Fools. I've just heard it, on the wind. Uh, through a couple it, no, it, it's real. Is it? You you can download a trailer for it. It's it's not made by a major studio, oh, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of an it's kind of a side project, but they're putting a lot of money into it. And it has special effects and whatnot. So really. Are you not just talking about the IGN April Fool's trailer? No. No, I'm serious. No, yeah, not not the IGN one. There actually is oh. a um a movie being made and it's it's been in production for a long time. They have a home website. I'll post that up if I remember. But yeah, no, it's real. Hmm. It's uh, not very good I I in terms get, of graphics, uh, but I can't get excited for it. I can't get excited for any Nintendo based movie. Maybe right. you know, a Metroid movie could work. I was going to say Very a Metroid well. movie, actually. I, I vote a Metroid movie. And Jessica Alba should be Samus. Oh, God. Yes! yes. Oh, God. Yes. yes! Hell yeah. Oh, my God. You, you've just <laughs> won. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I, I don't know about Jessica Alba, but I've heard rumors that they are passing the, the rights around for Metroid to make a movie. Hey, you know what? Angelina Jolie. She'd work, too. She made a good Tomb Raider. She did make a good Tomb Raider, yeah. Well, it's for that very reason. I don't think she'd be a good Samus. Why? She's she hot. already became a major video game character, and Samus doesn't look anything like Tomb Raider. So, but she has. I, I like has the boobs. I like the That's... Jessica Alba idea. That would fit perfectly. <laughs> or maybe yeah. Charlize Theron as a backup. Mm. Maybe, maybe, but Jessica Alba's. Or you know what? Uh, what's what's yeah. her name from uh, um, uh, from the uh, Pirates movies? Oh, Kira Knightley. Yes, oh. Kira Knightley. She she wouldn't be that bad. Uh, yeah. Be a, well, she'd be okay, but yeah, she, she, I don't she think she'd be a very good one. Yeah. The, but they're, while they're we're on better. the topic, since we kind of agree on a Metroid movie, what studio or director should make it? Uh, hmm. uh, not George Lucas. No, George Lord, Lucas. no, he's not a good director at all. Of course, he's. <laughs> I'm serious. He's not. A, he's not a good director. Um, <laughs> hmm. Well, obviously not like Spielberg or anything. He's not a great uh, action, you know, director per se. Uh, I First thing really, that jumps you know, to mind would be uh, Robert Zemeckis, maybe. What has he done? Uh, he did what was his big one? No, he maybe started in uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> really? That yeah, I think so. that's awesome. That's really made a good point. I have to do the special effects. 
But who? Hmm. Industrial Light and Magic. For the oh yeah, I, ILMs. Yeah, I gotta do the effects. They did like the Pirates movies and all that. Yeah, the recent Star Wars movies. Ooh, but a lot of people are voting for Michael Bay. I will slap him. Yeah, he did. No, he did Transformers and a few others. No, Michael Bay he, will not. He's like I refuse. He's like uh, I don't know. <laughs> eh. And um, Weebol, I think, has like been. I don't know. Hasn't he like? Everyone kind of shunned him from society now. Isn't he, like, living on some island alone? He should. Who now? Louis Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Uh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, he said uh, there was a petition online, and he said if this petition gets a, th- a million signs, he will stop making movies. I have not checked recently oh. to see where that is, but I hope it's reached <laughs> two million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, at least we, at least yeah. we can all agree that Jessica Alba for Samus Aaron. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I did that. <laughs> She'd be excellent for it. I mean, she kind of looks like her already. And yeah. I know. I yeah. That's exactly why. Hey. Um, let's see. E. Gallardo 26 says, Have you heard of Super Mario Bros. Z on Newgrounds? It's also on YouTube. Oh, uh, Overstorm says that there are 300,000 total signatures so far. Thank you oh. for, for telling us. Damn it. Good in- good in- and if you have, what's your favorite episode? Super Mario Bros. Z. Oh, man. It's been a while I've not since seen I've it. seen that. It's, it's really good. It's For like a Flash-based thing, it's actually really entertaining. Uh, and uh, I, don't know, I don't know what my favorite episode would be. All I know is that I actually enjoyed it when I saw it back in the day. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's stuff that you actually like, you hear about. And like I only recently like, just started to watch you know, the first episode. And... When I saw the first episode, I just could not get into it. And I don't know if it's changed at all, but I didn't like the pace at which the text came. I felt like things were just too stagnant. I mean, don't get me wrong. Stuff on Newgrounds is great. I could never do stuff that is that you know detailed in the Flash animation. But there are different you know levels of stuff like that. And you know, I wish that... And, and again, I don't know if it does more in the future because I just saw the first episode. I loved the intro where it had the mushroom heads with, you know, the stars on it. I mean, if you're going to make it, like, the Z, I didn't see that that many parallels to, you know, Dragon Ball Z for the first episode. I mean, with the metal Sonic, I mean, why was Sonic in there to begin with? Um, you know, I liked, you know, that whole, it kind of mirrored the, the first scene of Dragon Ball Z. I kind of like that. But, you know, with the whole Mario Kart thing, it was like, why? I don't know. I mean, if... If they had, you know, the the narrator with the voice like this and, you know, on Super Mario Bros. Z. I mean, if they had <laughs> stuff like that, you know, that totally awesome. uh, emulates, you know, the Dragon Ball Z style. I mean, I mean, I sure, I would probably enjoy it more. But I guess I would say my first episode, my favorite episode would be the first one because it's the only one I've seen. Well, you know, you should probably check out the new ones because they're actually, uh, they're actually really good. Surprisingly. I'm sure they're they're much better because, you know, all things, you know, go through... The best improvement. I just didn't want to, you know, jump into it and, you know, not see its humble beginnings. Oh, yeah, of course. That makes sense. Um, My favorite thing on Newgrounds, though, is the Metal Gear Awesome series. Oh, Metal Gear Awesome is, for lack of a better word, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> it's it's really good. Uh, you you linked that, actually. Uh, is You actually were the reason I saw that. Thank you, by the way. Yep. By putting it in the uh, crazy crap you find on the net. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good thread. It is. <laughs> 
My god, hotness, I'm gonna bang you! <laughs> I just actually, um... You know what? I'm not gonna spoil anything. Never mind. I was gonna, I was gonna relate an experience I had from MGS4 to the Metal Gear Awesome uh, Flash thing, but I was like, wait... That's a spoiler. No, I can't do that. Well, this will come in handy for a stupid plot device in the sequel. <laughs> oh, man. All I know is, it's like, I laughed my ass off when I saw that. And yeah, oh, the, the piss. The, the piss thing. Like, Otacon's, <laughs> like, pissing himself. He, like, walks in. He's like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, that's nasty. And, and like, like Jesus, he's like, oh, Jesus, that's nasty. And Jesus comes out of nowhere. He's like, oh, God. Yeah, oh, like, oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and then God, God comes out. That was so funny. I did. I really did. Uh, let's see. Thiocyanide. An interesting brawl question here. Mm -hmm. Do you ever think custom stages will be viable for tourneys at all, or will we just stick with the stages we were given? And this is like ever. So it's like, is it going to be? Is going to happen down the line, or sooner than later, or what? I think they'll come in. I think they'll be added eventually because I haven't really heard a convincing argument why they can't be added. Um, the only thing I've heard is that what, the good reason that they'll never be on random, most likely, is that most people Wii's at a tournament will already have stages on them, and you can't enable individual custom stages for random. You have to enable all or nothing. So I could see custom stages never being like random stages, but I definitely see them being added later because I've never heard a convincing argument that they're just unusable or broken or unfair or anything like that. I mean, frankly, so I, th I just I, think I, mean, I think it's a matter of time. Yeah, I wish it was a matter of time, but like honestly, I w I love the idea of, of of you know custom stages. I think they are you know an amazing addition to the game, add so much potential depth. But in reality, it's not something that can be implemented easily. Uh, you know, a making a counterpick um, you know custom stage is just plain silly. Uh, making a stage that's meant to be a counterpick stage. I mean, counterpick stages as it is are kind of iffy stages or stages that aren't really neutral and give, you know, definite advantages for one character over the other. Uh, there's very little way for you to make a single stage and be included on e in every single tournament around the country. So around the country, you'll be having different, uh, you know, custom stages. Uh, there's no real way to make, like, an approved, you know, custom stage and, and you know, and... You know, moving to every single Wii is a hassle that a lot of people just don't want to take or don't even know how to take, although personally I think it's quite easy. Eh, uh, I don't think it's that difficult. I, I just think people know, make it difficult, but I'm yeah. sure if we showed them how. <laughs> but it's, you know, if they're willing to, you know, see how. I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I wish, honestly wish it could, but in reality I don't think it's, like, feasible for tournaments. Me too. I also just worry about how much you know people are enrooted in you know their ways. You know, we're used to you know going by the the stages that the game gives us, and you know yeah. basing the rule sets by that. Uh, you know, the Smash back room is already so busy. You know, we're working on like the rule sets. You know, what stages like what the stages should be, like what the actual rule sets would be, and then we have to go into tiers because that'll be the next thing that people want. I think maybe if anything, it'll be really later down the line when you know the game needs to have, like, a new breath of life breathed into it and, like, maybe, like, come up with, you know, a few stages that, you know, people will get, like, give instructions, like, how to create so people will have it on their Wii's to have it be accessed. You know, like, tournament directors will, or organizers, whatever you want to call it, will have, you know, have them on their Wii's, you know, have it be basic instructions and, 
you know, have it be decided on. I mean, yes, it's something I would really like to see because it would it would breathe life back in the game. But there are too many priorities at the moment. We need a rule set. Oh yeah, we're going to clamor for a tier list, and that's going to. I don't see it happening for the next four years. (laughs) (laughs) It's roughly a while. Uh, you know, I, I can agree with that. Like, like, uh, like a dust, you know, like mm-hmm. one custom stage that a fan makes that you know is actually so good that everyone turns out they play it, you know, and like everyone has it on their Wii because it's like that good. Like, oh, yeah. like dust was in in, uh, in Counter Strike. I would love that personally. Yeah, and so do we ever think it'll happen? It's we would like it to happen, and yeah. but it would be much later down the road. Um. Hopefully I don't have to sneeze. Okay, I don't have to sneeze. <laughs> Do you have that uh, the audio file for our final mail time question? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Um, that would be here. Hey, SMYN. Uh, my name is the Debaga. You can call me Doba for short. And this is my question for mail time. I am over with McLeod Gaming, um, and. Uh, as you might know, we are making uh, Super Smash Flash 2. Uh, we were wondering your opinion on some things. Uh, one, what's your opinion on the game overall? Um, two, uh, if you've played the demo, how do you think it plays? Does it feel alright? And three, there's an argument going on about Knuckles Final Smash. So this is for Samurai Panda. Do you think Hyper Knuckles is good enough for his for Knuckles Final Smash? Thank you, and that is all. Thanks for answering my questions, SMYM. See you, see you, Samurai Panda. Goodbye. Buzz is totally ignored. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we got that about you know it was almost just after episode thirty-six, so right. definitely <laughs> use that. Mac- McLeod Gaming, it's it's not a bad draw for this podcast, I gotta say. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed honestly. Um, are we allowed to be a little harsh? Uh, like, I i mean, Smash, I love Smash, uh, and I think Smash Flash is an ridiculously ambitious uh, and awesome oh, yeah. endeavor. Uh, like, so first off, I would lo- I would love to say, like, props. Like, Major props. Like, straight up. Uh, I mean, Buzz, if you... From if us you, to um, you. Hmm? I said from us to you. Yes, of course. From, from Show Me Your News to... Uh, McLeod Gaming. M- M- is that how you pronounce it? M- McLeod? Was it? M- yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... I watched a YouTube cool. video on it. It's actually That's cool. all, though. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, but Does it like, work? Hmm? Does it work? Oh, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. I just got logged off my stickam. So you guys can you guys can talk about this. Oh, Okay. Well, what you know, I felt what? that um, the stickam, the live broadcast, whatever that we get, just apparently got logged off for some reason. So while oh, Samurai yeah. Panda is fixing that, um, Super Smash Flash was is very enjoyable. It's nice to you know kick back. I like the uh, the save feature. The save feature is very ingenious. So if you unlock characters, you know you can sign back in and you know uh, redeem that. Um, I never played all that much of it, though, and um, for what I did, I played, I think I played Sonic in the original, and I thought his jumps were just too ridiculous, and I'm also not a big PC gamer, so the whole PC controls with the keyboard, I didn't find, you know, that easy, like, using O and O for oh, specials. get a gamepad. And P for, no, well, I mean, that's like your only option, like, you have O for special attacks and P for regular attacks. 
and then you know you use like ASDW for moving. I think if you use you know I, you probably can't because you know the directional pad, uh, the arrow keys would probably move you know the browser when you're running off a flash-based thing. So that's probably I mean it would be nice to have that, but it's probably not that easy to do. Um, you know, and I did play the demo of uh, Super Smash Flash 2. I liked using uh, Ichigo Kurosaki from Bleach. I really enjoyed seeing his uh, neutral special being Getsugaya Tensho. Really like that. Um, but again, like the controls just kind of fell backwards. And I mean, it's, it might just you know be chalked up to my lack of experience with PC gaming and using the keyboard like that. But the controls felt a whole lot. Uh, more solid, more solid. They were definitely. Uh, I feel it sounds so stupid now. They're definitely solid compared to the original, and um, you know, obviously they got the four characters. You got Mario, Kirby, Ichigo, and Lloyd from Tales of Symphonia. Um, my only request for Super Smash Flash Two, and it's been brought up a couple times, would it be possible to have Chapa Chapa in the game <laughs> in some fashion? Because <laughs> I would love that. That that would be awesome, actually. Like on 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 a stage, just have it be the stage music. <laughs> that would be too good. That'd be so funny. Oh god. Um. But yeah, I mean, you covered a lot of the same points. Uh, I would actually touch on as well. Um, I, I think the controls, like honestly, they're, they're. I don't know, doing up tilt and stuff like that because I guess tap jump essentially is on. Uh, right. and that's that, that's a little it does bug me a little bit uh, that I can't do that and you know what I think um, yeah sorry guys about by the way about the yes stick am the uh, it went down for a second like, so we're back but anyways uh, I think that like uh, don't be afraid to take liberties I know not sticking with the smash you know how it works is kind of uh, you know not a great idea for the fans and whatnot but it would work better. Uh, if you just make up your own kind of systems, um, if you know, if shielding, for example, is hard to implement, or shield grabs, then you can make up something else, or you can, you know, do um, something else. Um, and don't be afraid to make it an original Smash knockoff instead of just Smash with uh, the characters in it. Uh, in fact, I think that you could actually end up with a better game than uh, making uh, a mimic of it because you'll be able to inject your own, you know, personal touch. And there's some things Flash can cannot do. In comparison, so um, you know, don't obviously change it to like you know HP or something. Uh, you know, keep it. You know, keep the same base. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think the controls right now are the biggest thing. Um, they, I don't know, I don't know exactly how you could change it. Like maybe a, a different button for smashes instead of you know attacks. So you have your basically your tilts, and then you know on one button, and then your uh, smashes on the other button. And then your jump in the other button, and shield in the last button. So four buttons, uh, I guess. That or and specials. So five buttons. So you have, yeah, that could technically work as long as your shield is like spacebar or something. So you have you know four fingers, and then you, you know your thumbs on spacebar. Um, it's fun, it is, but I just think that once once controls are down, it could actually be something I would spend way too much time on, like on you know on the side. Um, as for the demo itself, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I liked... Um, I think I liked Ichigo the most, too. Uh, he just seems, like, I don't know, more complete whatnot. Um, kind of felt like a throwback to Jump Ultimate Stars playing him. Yeah, it really did. It, uh, probably this, the sprite was probably straight from there, which 
is a great thing because they have awesome sprites. Um, but like, yeah, I think mostly it's the controls, um, getting things down smoother, um, and you know maybe some maybe change up some things with uh, with the game mechanics that might be you know, a little too difficult to do. Yeah, but they, they they definitely feel a much more tighter, much tighter compared to the original Smash Bros. Oh, no doubt, it is leaps and bounds, uh, you know, improvement over the first, and uh, you know, again, props because, you know, honestly, it's such an ambitious, pro- ambitious, you know, pro. Ugh, I can't even talk right now. Ambitious project. project <laughs> thank you. Uh, and honestly, I'm just surprised that they uh, that you know, McLeod Gaming has decided to put that much time in, and you know, I applaud McLeod. <laughs> Sorry, have I, people I, said I that they wanted me to announce for Super Smash Flash before? I know they wanted to announce for Brawl, but you I, know that I, that was obviously mind. you know pipe dreams. <laughs> that would actually be pretty good. Uh, anyway, I, 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 I mean, five for my friends. I five for my friends. If they have Ike, that's what he should say whenever like he gets a KO. <laughs> that should that should have been one of his taunts. That was a disappointing thing about that. Oh, oh, at least true. you have. Prepare yourself. You'll get no sympathy <laughs> from me. <laughs> what about the uh, the Knuckles Final Smash question? You know, the thing is, Hyper Knuckles is probably the best representation of Knuckles as a character. Um, but I can understand why that might not be the best for him because it's too much like Sonic. Right. So I don't know. What you could do is that you could give it completely different properties. Like I don't, uh, I don't recall if like Super Smash Flash had Sonic kind of flying around like he did in, uh, in uh, he does rather in Brawl. But you know you can just make them work differently. If if Sonic you know flies around like that, then make Knuckles just really fast on the ground or something, you know, or have really powerful attacks or like every attack he does like you know it has like a wave of uh, you know rocks from his fist being blown around, blown around, you know. Uh, you can have like just different, um, you know, just work completely differently, and I mean, there's not really much you can do. It really is the best representation of Knuckles. If Knuckles was in Brawl, Hyper Knuckles, you know, probably would be his final smash because, you know, it's it's Knuckles. What else does he have? He really doesn't have much else, other than like I, you know, I don't know. He jumps out, jumps up really far, and then comes back down like boom, and then giant rocks fly everywhere. That's like the only other thing I, I could think of. I could say you can make a lame reference to Sonic Adventure 2 Battle when he uh, fights Rouge. Uh, he has, like, the lightning arrow attack mm. that he's got. But, I mean, that's not a good representation of him, to yeah. be honest. I mean, it could one work, thing, but, yeah. Yeah, I was just saying, one thing I forgot to mention about the demo is, um, maybe it was just me and I was being stupid, but they had, like, the Smash Ball items. And, like, I was trying to pick them up. Yeah. And I couldn't. Uh, did it, I, I don't know if it works, actually in the demo at all. I, I thought uh, it didn't. I thought they said somewhere it didn't. But they spawned a lot, and I picked them up, and none of them worked. I don't know why. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I couldn't even pick any of them up. I was, like, over them trying to press A. It's like, or the attack button. I was like, come on. Yeah. Go. But you know what? I thought... I see Bankaichi uh, go. That's his final smash. I was impressed that they even are bothering to try items. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if, I, if I were doing this, I would just not put any items at all. <laughs> no options. No, no. But like <laughs> items are you know, not welcome here. I refuse to play with items. I would not be surprised uh, if you know you make it without items, and then you know later on you add items because items are really more of a side thought than anything else. For something like this, at least. Right. right. That'd be pretty cool. If Super Smash Flash became more competitive than the real game. <laughs> that would be <laughs> awesome. 
that that's definitely an ambitious project. But I think the USB Gecko people have uh, have taken that throne already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but major props, Doba, and everyone at Super Smash Flash. I yeah. mean, it's you guys are doing a great job, and we appreciate you listening to Show Me Your News, and hopefully our you know feedback's been constructive for you guys. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask us again sometime, because uh, you know, we, uh, we would love to have this kind of back and forth. It, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. The live uh, feed thing's cool, too. <laughs> Um, let's see. Anyone, anything else you got to mention before we slowly wrap things up here? Uh, let me think here. No. I think our full outline has been covered. And, uh, yeah, next time on Show Me Your News, uh, it'll be July after E3. So you got to wait until then. Hopefully big things will, uh, happen and we'll have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um... Buzz, it was great having you on the show again. Thanks for coming on. Hey, it was great being here again. If they happen to announce a retro Zelda, I'm coming back. <laughs> and, you know, congratulations Talk all about again it. for the little saw, and, uh, and good luck with uh, you know becoming a father and whatnot. Uh, thank you. I'm excited. It'll be fun. Yeah, we'd love to hear updates from you from time to time. Yep, definitely. And with that, I'm Yoko. I'm Samurai Panda. And I'm the Buzzsaw. And we're out for this month. That happens on Facebook from time to time. Uh, I'm not going to make that my... Not me. (laughs) I could mostly because I don't have pictures of me. There are no good pictures of me anywhere. I have two entire You're getting requests to do Wyco. I don't know if you're ignoring them or not. Wait, 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 Uh, wait, wait. Don't do it yet. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Now do it. Yes! 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 Fuck yes. Pop! 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 Yeah! 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 Epic! Show me your new! 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 All right, echoes dark. Right. Echoes dark. Right. <laughs> Ah, okay. Just needed to get that off my chest. Okay. <laughs> the cough. <laughs> Alright, so, let's do it. Yeah, let's... let's, let's... <laughs> Alright, let's do this! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, episode... Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm giving myself time to clip for the edit, and you you just go you go busting with your little countdown. You just and got sawed. Falling. That was well done. Well played, good sir. Can, can we start? Can I start on my own terms? Thanks. I just baseballed myself and right into my glasses. I'm just, I'm just sad that I wasted it up with a three of all things. <laughs> all right. So then three, two, one. Okay. So three, okay. two, 